Blog Talk Radio. Scientific breakthroughs, unveilings, spiritual revelations, the openings. That's fine. Hijacking the mind. What? Aluminum bonds with intelligence. Rewind the message. Merry Christmas. 13 indigenous immigrants. State of the unison. Addressing nothing. Foundations can ruin. Level to level. Fuck the embezzlement. Tales from the crib. Hitting blood rituals. 50 scores flying over California. Vacation. Flying dragons. Swords and daggers. Lions and tigers. Gotta get my parents or parish raw flesh, vampire, vegetarian, I'm a malnutrition, chemically imbalanced, Ethiopian, in Helen Kush, blue projects get pushed, mold with the bush, standing on the middle line, no defining, swirling dervish, in between space and time, just a fix Tuesday, another news day, north, east, west, south, west, not here to confuse the day, just a fuse the way, uh, another protection and good health yes indeed it is another tips and tricks tuesday on first world order radio we are live and in full effect and guess who's black yeah it is i from he and he is i now this ain't comedic um, statement but yes indeed it's black water meta magician um, you know what? Give thanks to those that came before, and most definitely give thanks to those who come out. And give thanks to those that got down so that we can get up. You know, those that you know, sat down, laid down so that we can rise. And give thanks and honor to the Prince and Princess. Princess, the um, the mother father of the radio. Probably out there in the right for the um, Health and Law Expo. It's coming up in a couple of days. Um, matter of fact, I. Saturday and Sunday, that'll be the 17th, 18th, and 19th for the spring equinox. Equal days, equal night. You know what I'm saying? Everything bouncing out through the uh, year. We're in the month of March now, so marching on. You know what I'm saying? The March month. Give thanks. It's a fire month, but it's a uh, Pisces, Piskin, month for two fish, two different polarities, um, which has a little relation to what's going on tonight. With this episode on the blog, this broadcast, I'd also like to get 
thanks to Brother Jamal and Brother Fahim for keeping it moving. You know, and most definitely want to give thanks to all the guys and goddesses, the niggas and the guys, you know, keeping it elevating up this this mountain of experience we got. I mean, um, well, today's topic of discussion is uh, entitled The Metaphysics of Chemtrails and get out well the metaphysics of chemtrails um dark path get out ghetto not to mean to get out the ghetto but that's the title i'm gonna get into it in a few minutes so of course today we were discussing chemtrails from a metaphysical perspective and we got to recall that metaphysical language is the retransformation of the pre-described information into a, a more abstract dialect that pertains to the hidden truths within. I will also build a, a bridge with a few past events as well as current events. Of course, um, you know, I had to dip into the to the black water and work some of that meta magic on it. So it's going to be a few twists and turns on this roller coaster, a few breakups and breakdowns. Within my own interpretation of what chemtrails are, of course, we know what they are as far as systematically and what Colonel Green is telling us. But in, in this regard, the dark path, the hidden path, the dark following, you know, because the path is following something else's trail, it's behind something. So this hidden path, the dark following. And then I'm going to bring it in with the dynamic fusion, somewhat of the hidden trails, the chemtrails. Color tears, uh, purple rain, the church is a rock. Um, Negros, or the Negro striatal nerve track and the um, minty nerve track, which also correlates to I 33 tissue of a root, and then bridging the movie Get Out and how it corresponds metaphysically to Kendrick. All right, so I'm going to attempt to keep everything in like a real tight continuum of info as I as I bring it to the table. So all the angles, elements, and ingredients as they pertain to each subject will be laid out. You know what I'm saying? So everything is everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I guess uh, here we go. Well, here we go. Let's see where we at. First, yeah, I'm going to do this. It came to my mind, my heart and mind early. I'm just going to do a psych meditation. Something I ain't done and we I ain't going over meditation. I'm not really going to go over meditation not tonight like that. Go to meditate and bring in the ancestor energy. So bear with me for about five minutes. I, I'm, I'm thinking about five minutes because I got I, I want to get it in and I'll, I'll get some gear input on, on um, from my own perspective. Now I ain't saying the truth about get out and this ain't the truth about get out, you know. Forgive things. I'm going to give you my own interpretation of, uh, from my perspective of what um, chemtrails and how they get out as well. First and foremost, bringing the answer to energy a little bit.
and overcomes every solitude. This is how the universe is shaped, and from this will come many applications. Thereby, I am called Hermes Christ Greatest, because I possess all three parts of the wisdom of the universe. There I explain the operation of the sun. Duaku, I share Gunkumu, I share. Seven generations on my mother's side. Seven generations on my father's side. I seek your assistance in these endeavors, peace, prosperity, protection, and good health, as well as the greater good of all. Uwaku, Ashe Kunku, Ashe. Last week I went over. I, I just started freelancing the um, the as above, so below from the Emerald Tablets, and I didn't, I couldn't get it all together because in trance mode, I hadn't, I couldn't get into deeper recesses of my mind because I wasn't in that position where I'm normally, I'm normally at when I'm doing that. So I was outside of myself in another trance, basically. And I'm gonna get into that how all things are. In particular, a semi-trance, a waking trance, as well an unwaking trance when we are uh, going to deeper states of all trances, what they call hypnosis. Um, but that was in the movie uh, Get Out. All right, so let's get in. Um, we started um, something out of what don't matter. Because a lot of, you know, we went, I went to the movies to see it, and most people's frame of thought is going to be based on um, the social structure and what society is, is giving us. But as the brother, the, um, the director of the movie, Jordan, um, stated, he said at the end of the day, he wants everybody to be like Chris. You know, he wants uh, us to be like, to be our mind. He 
Chris was a, as he also stated that he wanted in the movie he wanted a um, African American or a melanated brother or, or sister or whatever to be smart, be intelligent is what he said to be intelligent. He was a spirit property, intuitive nature. You know what I'm saying? So the movie, I, of course, when I went, I had, I had a notebook and everything. I'm in there, you know, taking notes and everybody else in there jumping and. You know, they they getting the thrill out of it. they 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 getting the, the emotions. Remember movies, you know, movie that's moved the emotion. Motion picture is is you know, emotion picture. You know what I'm saying? So that motion picture is energy and motion that's gathering and gaining our attention. And is you know, is money that's valuable. Cause you know, our brain or our mind is our wallet again, and our attention is our money. So we got to. What we gotta watch what we're paying attention to. We gotta pay attention to what we're paying attention to, because attention. We break it down into metanetal, um, the divine screen. Attention means um, attend life, machine, spirit. So the life spirit. Uh, I so talk about what um, what I was about to say. We'll read this out of here. So I'm not coming from. I'm not gonna come from uh, the the same value, of course. But I get thanks. Because, you know, everybody's own point of view, and I'm just going to bridge it in the way I bridge it in with, with this information. Um, and that's from a physical point of view. But um, this is out of Why Darkness Matters by Dr. Um, Richard King, Dr. Bruce Bonham, and um, T. On, Dr. T. Owens Moore, and Nancy Brown. This is but on page 156, it states, when considering the underlying conceptual and clinical act of this brainstem neuromelanin operation in all humans, Naeem Akbar suggested that the European branch of this African root species has undergone a subtle kind of de-evolution that has two basic tendencies, sexism or the part, um, the patriarchal fear and denigr- I mean, um, um, fear and degradation of the feminine and racism, the fear and degradation of the African peoples. In this context, it is important to note that with many European Africans, there is indeed an legacy of pineal gland calcification, which has resulted in lower levels of pineal um, melatonin and pineal serotonin. It is reported to be about half the levels found in African populations. Accordingly, in the pre-white supremacy of Iroh, Tutan the study of the operation of the I-33 tissue of horse, the mentee nerve tract, the development of inner vision through the three grades of students with hypotonic serotonin and conscious neurogenetic propagation and learning in the face of fear. Whereas in the present white supremacy dominated world, it is high neuroponephrine, low pineal melatonin serotonin propagation and aborted neurogenesis. Complete neurogenesis in the that stops learning and keeps us worshiping the false images of the divine in the face of fear. There is a fundamental effort embedded in the paradigm of white supremacy to enforce fear and promote images of immense pain, misery, and castration among black people, all replete with a real history of lynching of people of color, all the while attempting to hide the higher sciences that are born of this inner blackness. All right, so. What, what I'm, I'm reaching for or what I'm, I'm bringing out here is basically uh, when we were all watching a movie, a movie to this uh, degree with as much as that was pieced together very strategically 
very wisely. I had to give um, props, give arms, give arms to the brothers and whoever else was involved in the structure, instruction and laying the foundation of this um, moving their emotions. Here, you know what I'm saying? Because giving everybody something to talk about, but all in all, the higher aspects of it. What is it? What is the real? What is it really denoting? What is the real message? Message, you know what I'm saying? Mess, ah, anointed age or the anointed time. What is really going on with that? With the information that is, uh, or you know what I'm saying, just bring forth from from that movie. movie all, right? all right, so now this is out of uh, Dark Like Consciousness by Bruce Edward Bynum, and it's very remotely um thing, but it's not. Um, the, the exploration of neuromelanin has precious little to do with our current psychosis about race. Skin melanin is a mere surface phenomenon, shifting and variable. Brain or neuromelanin is a deep structure phenomenon. It is a universal experience, even deeper than our collective African origins and present in each of us, regardless of ethnic, racial, religion, or even historical context. All right, so you know that that's just saying that. Melanin goes deeper than just skin and race. It's uh, it's external, it's internal, it's everywhere, it's everything. So when we get caught up on physical problems, we lose touch with the spiritual metamorphosis. You know, saying we see a, a, a interracial couple and we automatically turn our nose up due to the social structure or the social um, how we've been the um, abstracting of whatever it may be is excluded. And we forget the truth of the matter is it doesn't matter. But then we look at, you know, I don't, I don't have a, a girlfriend or, or I don't have a boyfriend. It's because all these, you know, alternate races is taking them or whatever. So we excuses. It might just be me, you know, saying that there's something wrong with me. I gotta, I gotta focus on that and get that up for me. But um, we tend to turn our nose up and act out of, out of category, out of truth, out of balance. You know, out of heart because of what social construct is, and it's so con- it's so concrete you know, that we forget that the only way to change something not is not to ignore. I mean, resolution is definitely necessary. One and two has to come into reconcilia- reconciliation to form an understanding of three. So, if something's going to be reconciled, it first has to, we have to notice the polarities, the opposites, the differences. You know what I'm saying? Just like left and right brain. In order for left and right brain to reconcile it, we have to pay attention and notice and observe and then hear ourselves telling us ourselves something in that manner. Okay. And then, so the reason I did the, the chanting at the beginning is this right here. I'm going to read this. Is this volume. See, I'm just getting some. I'm going from ground zero right now to let just to build the pieces up to what we're going to be talking about in a few minutes. So, bear with me. This um, chapter is called "The Importance of Trance" out of the Metuneta, Volume One, the Great Oracle to the Egyptian System of Spiritual Cultivation of Natural Mean. I had to pick it up. I've been, I've been reading it about five, six years, about long actually, but um. Like in the movie, the dude quit looking through trance. Well, she just was ringing, you know, the spoon around in the in the um the tea. That's called monomics. 
basically any circle of motion, like on the news, the 60s, for instance, they got that, that clock going, you know, that men uh, in trains us. You know, when we see that spinning circle on certain and it comes in, do 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 live at, at 11 or whatever. That's that's monomics. So that thing is is constantly going and it hypnotizes the individual, the indivisible dual self, and it, it becomes a repetitive mode where they're gonna to have to go back and watch that news again. Even if the content is bulljack, it don't matter what the content is. It's not about that. It's the repetition and syndicated format. Repetition is always gonna have something new to them, even if the content is uh, you know is bland and it's just fries head. There's no real uh, information. It's just the fact that this this is a continual cycle. All right, but I'm gonna read this out of here. Just, okay, this is um out of page one uh, the importance of trance. Meditation, which is a process of introversion, relies heavily then on things to stimulate the right hemisphere to greater activity and deactivation of the left hemisphere. This is achieved by concentrated images and sensations which are processed by the right side of the brain while engaged in the left side with the chanting of words of power. Since Left side of the brain of verbal thinking, it can be deactivated by engaging in engaging it with words of power because the latter lacks meaning. They are power holders and not message holders. Repeated, that means the words are there, but they're not the word. word. The, the definition is nigger. You know, so what they're thinking nigger means is not how it is. It's deeper than that. It has a message. All right. Repeating the word prevents the process of verbal thinking, which depends on stringing together of different words. In addition to this, the word contributes to the realization of the meditation objective. The well-known concept appears worth a thousand words as an allusion to the synthetical power of pictorials. It is because of this that the comedic initiates called the hieroglyphic script the Seshmut Netir, or the Seshmut Netir, sacred writing. His sacredness is due to use in meditation and ritual. If, for example, I want to heal myself through meditation instead of going into trance with a thought such as I am Osur, the power to heal myself. I can chant the Haika Osur Ong while visualizing my person holding a wasaf, which symbolizes well-being and happiness. The wasaf is the staff of Ptah, staff of Osiris, Osir too. But the wasaf is actually an actualization. Actuality, it is the what we call the thalamus gland. If you cut your brain cells to your head. And at the very upmost side is something that looks like a little monster. But when they, um, when we started studying ourselves, when we had not, we was gaining knowledge of self, we were studying melanin, basically. But we learned the anatomy and the physiology of our self by, um, you know, cutting up the cadavers. But what they found was the thalamus gland and the, or the thalamus gland and the way it's shaped. But one of the things that the thalamus gland holds is the, um, um, the hypothalamus. But the hypothalamus gives off um, well-being and happiness. It, it's uh, a part of our emotions. It brings about emotions. All right. So, and it also enhances memory as well, as well as hunger. But basically, um, while visualizing myself as Osar and, and chanting Ong and holding the Wastad, so you hold the Wastad, and that automatically goes and registers as an archetype symbol of the thalamus gland starts producing certain fluids and hormones within the body, and you start, you heal yourself within the 20 day, 21, 28 day period, but 21 days of meditation. And we'll get into that second on how that 
how that comes to be. All right, so the Sish Mutu Natia is sacred writing. That's the metaneta. But that um, went into trance and doing that, not stop smoking. That's how um, I got, I healed myself from paranoid schizophrenia. That's how, um, now I ain't going to say my, I healed myself, but through that modality and reasoning, as well as using intuition and being creative through some certain picture or uh, the pictures and symbols, those archetypes uh, went deeper into, into um, the conscious mind, but super conscious. And then the collective, because you have to go outside of yourself sometimes, because our ego is, is like thinking this, a lot of this stuff is, is like so important and that it really does matter to us in that manner. So, you know, cleaning up and everything takes a process, but no one has had to battle. So I, I applied those this information out of the metanetics, like going into these deep meditations, and I said, work. So that it relates to the chemistry, the dark, you know what I'm saying? Because you go deep down into yourself, you know what I'm saying, to purge out. All right. And then it also relates to um, Get Out, because the movie Get Out, he went into trance, and one of the first things she did was hypnotize him to relieve um, the smoking habit. Because his nerves are on edge due to what happened to his mother. Now, what does that relate to? Oh, part itself. All right, so what does the mother relate to? This is out of the same book. This is Metronetta, um, Volume 1, again, speaking on Aset. In traditional African culture, social role models are based on organic laws that can integrate all aspects of man's being. It is an indisputable fact that women as a whole have a lower meta- metabolic rate and a higher parasympathetic output than men. Among many functions, the parasympathetic nervous system governs reproduction, gestation, and the trans stage. These are the principles upon which women's roles in traditional African culture are defined. Activities that overstimulate parasympathetic, being military, hunting, those find psychic aggressiveness, or diminish the capacity of the parasympathetic functions discouraged in women. The toll to be paid is in the reduction of the quality of childbearing, social peace and harmony, and spiritual inspiration. The latter is understood in the intimate relationship between the parasympathetic and trance. As religion concerns itself with the inner realm of being, its main means, therefore, is the process of trance. Then again means to tie back, tie back to the intelligence through the breath. It is a state in which an individual's invisible doors of externalizing faculties are detached from the will, allowing the focus of the consciousness to be internalized. Proficiency in this state of internalized gives the individual indivisible dual self full acquaintance with the metaphysical realm. On one hand, commun- uh, communication becomes possible with the two classes of entities dwelling therein, the living dead ancestors and the spirits of natural angels or deities, angels of light, that administer the phenomena of the world. The phenomena that's uh, an omen, that's a sign, and fiend is light, so a sign of light of the world. On the other hand, first-hand knowledge of man's metaphysical vehicles, the deities of the tree of life making up his spiritual being, his relation with God, the divine laws, and the world is attained. So by going into see, what I I think it was alluding to far as with the, the mother is it was saying our traditional ways have been lost, have been we have it's been murdered by um the sociopathic tendencies of white supremacy basically. You know what I'm saying? 
that's not going to say race white supremacy, just the sociopathic tendencies of white supremacy. You know what I'm saying? We're all under that window or umbrella of white supremacy at, at the moment, and it's but it's being removed. It's starting to, the chemtrails that the cotton off of it. You know what I mean? But uh, you know what I mean? But it's all good. So I said, is the mother of all living things corresponds to the concession of the will to achieve a specific goal. Uh, we must also add that her special name as Tenement Anket also considers the fact that she's also to be invoked through the Haika Ong. Ank notes that G and K are interchangeable, so Ong and Ankh. In this role, she shares many of the attributes of the Dravidian White Tower Goddess who combines both qualities of Osar and Aset. Uh, the name Kinnanep Ankut, which denotes the water of life and fertility, is also applied to Hedaru. I'm going to give something away real quick um, about the movie before I, I start breaking it down in uh, completion, but uh, Ang and Ankh, you can take the G, G and K are interchangeable. So remember, uh, whenever he was hypnotized or whatever, he went to the sunken place. Just when I was doing um, the meditation or the uh, calling on the ancestors, one of the, the phrases, one of the power words of hikers was um, Pratim Haru, Pratim Haru, Sa'un Ankh, Amen Ra, Sa'un Ankh, right? So sunken, Sa'un Ankh, Sa'un Ankh. Sa'un Ankh means uh, the water of life. All right, Amen Ra is the hidden light. Or the hidden sun. So the hidden sun, the water of life, Song Ankh Amen Ra. Pratim Haru, forth to the light. You know what I'm saying? Pratim Haru, come forth to the light. Come forth to thy face. But come forth to the light. Um, the hidden sun, the water of life, Song Ankh. So Song Ankh is the one we've been down into the gestationary, Heteru. Heteru means house of light. Heteru is a um, deity. Over the lower intestines and the small intestines. Um, I said it's the deity of the kidneys and the urinary bladder. Uh, so I said it's the seat of life, the seat, the throne. I right, but basically going into it with that ankh or that ankh, Salon ankh, when he sank into, you know, the bottom into the noon and amenti, you know, saying he went to that amenti nerve tract or the um the um. 33 tissue of Haru, basically that's the uh, striatal nerve tract, you know what I'm saying, or the striatal um, nerve bundle. But within that nerve bundle, we have the hippocampus and other things. But um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into all that just yet. I'm gonna go ahead and get this bridgeway building. So those are different aspects of what. I was going through inside of trance, but so last, like last week, I'm saying, you know, I was doing the emerald tablets and get all of it out. But I was like, man, I do this like, you know, I do, you know, quite often as far as the that uh, the power words I'm trying to hike on. But when I was sitting there, I couldn't tap into that energy because I wasn't in that mode. I had hurt myself, self in this trance. You know, what I'm saying I had to be able to clarify what was what was on my mind at that moment and uh, as well as uh bringing something to the table that is in our dormant state but when i went to you know i knew it was going to be like that but i went through the same processes same 
um, power words, um, um, and then it was it just flowed. It was part of that. that's a, one of the processes of um, of trance mode. I also um, went through a Yoruba a Yoruba chant uh, with, with Baraswama Omni Alawama Mama Kenya Irawi, but that means um, child of the crossroads, child of business. But it's saying, um, do not harm our mothers. The stars in heaven sing your praises. So this the part where it says, Omi, um, Omini, Alawana, Mama Kenya. That's saying, do not cut, mother. Mama Kenya, Iwawo. You know what I'm saying? The stars praise you. Iwawo, you know what I'm saying? So, Bravo, Omini, Alawama, Mama Kenya, Iwawo. That that means Eshu or Eshu Legba of mischief who gives um, Oya his character, child that owns the crossroads or the fissures, those lines of, of interjection and inter, and that within the body. Fissures like a, a line on the ground, you know what I'm saying? The crossroads. But do not cut mother, the stars praise you. Mama Kenya, Iwawi, do not cut mother, mama praises you. So, mother again. Um, Held up high within heaven, the stars praise you. You know what I'm saying? Praise Dua, Dua. You know what I mean? Dua Ku is the ancestors. Dua Mu, praise the mother. You know what I'm saying? Dua Itif, praise the father. Um, that's Metronetta. But basically, going into a, a state of trance brings about the realization of self, you know, and this is ancient. This ain't nothing, you know, as far as with that part in the movie, her being a psychiatrist and doing hypnotism is saying that's, that's right brain activity. Whereas the other, uh, the dude was left brain. He was aggressive. You know what I'm saying? He was more militant. He was a neuroscientist, you know what I'm saying? So he was dealing with the body, not the mind. You know what I'm saying? So that, that was, that's the duality or the, polarity of those two, the masculine and feminine. The movie is more is not is more about the esoteric um, mechanisms of who we are. It's not about the skin thing. If, if that was the case, he, you know, saying it, it, you know, it, it would be untasteful. I mean, for one, you got Caucasians or whatever Europeans running the movie, and they agreed to it. You know, what I'm saying, and it, I mean. It, it was good. It was moved. But let's keep it moving, though, with this. Move the emotions, right? right we got to remember that to acquire court knowledge, we need a few qualities in addition to obvious motivation. I spoke on this last week. Um, of, of course, we need motivation, determination. We also need to be mindful and insightful of the information being um, driven to us. All right. So, you know, yeah. All right. So, like the sunken place. You know, I from different angles, so it's not. I don't, I don't want to just, just throw you a curveball and think I'm making this stuff up. But words are not meant to be interpreted the way that they're given to us um, blatantly, you know. So we we can rearrange it and play with it, you know. What I'm saying all type of things within words, you know. What I'm saying like ghetto and get out, you know. What I'm saying get out is a is a um anagram of ghetto, you know. What I'm saying so. It it um derives. I'll go into that in a few seconds. But um, we gotta remember we need to be mindful and insightful and have 
have a strong synthology. You remember, analogy is a comparison between two things that are similar in some way, but often used to help explain something or make it easier to understand something else. So, like, we got two things going on. Like, go ahead and bring this to the table, Rose and Chris. That's a comparison between two things, man and woman, black and white. But then she's a white rose. So white rose, right? So white rose is a sense of purity. But the, that's like white Isis or white Iset. Purity, nurturing, mother, you know, procreation. But then you have the black rose, you know what I'm saying? Word Chris is Karas. That's black Christ. Karas means spirit rising or spirit rise, spirit rose. You know what I'm saying? Rose is an is an anagram of rouse. R-O-U-S-E. To rouse means to wake something up, to, to make them get up, to make it get up. You know what I'm saying? She represented the Kundalini in one aspect, and then she represented the uh, Shekinah as it, or, or the same thing as Kundalini somewhat in the Kabbalistic sense, but the Shekinah wakes up and goes up the, the light and enlightens to the point of Kadir, but it's the spirit aspect of, it's the spiritual aspect of the higher aspect of, of uh, Kundalini, and and is also connected to the Rukh or the breath. Uh, so, but so that white rose and black Christ or Karas, and in comparison between the two things being black and white, that's nasty. Alright, but to make it easier to understand the movie, they just put it like that. But then, you know, you get down the allegory behind the analogy, you see it as a deeper message. And then you got Rose and Christ. That's Rosie Crucci. Rose and the Cross. And that, back in the day, that's one of the ancient uh, hermetic sects of um, basically masonry. And one of the most powerful ones, to, even to this day. You know, the Rosie Crucians. So that's, that's Rose and Chris, or Rose and Cross. Uh, and you know, so having her um, hermetic um, sect, I'm like, well, well, you know, Hermes, Hermes, that means light, her, Haru, and Miss family. That's Illuminati or whatever, right? This is a movie, though, right? You know what I mean? Uh, is that a question? Somebody got a question right here. Um, hold up. Eight six four, is that a question mark? You got your hand up, bro. Let me see. Yeah. Peace. Yeah, sir. I just wanted to, I just wanted to tap in on the on the bill with you, brother. How you doing, peace? No doubt, brother, brother. How you doing? I'm peace. I'm peace. Who is this? My name is Equine. Calling from South no Carolina. Doubt, What's going on, brother? Oh, everything's everything. God, um, just building on this. Um, building on this. On the chemtrails, about to get into the chemtrails in a second, the dark path, we're building on a little bit of thing that's connected with that uh, with that movie, um, Get Out. But, uh, so, uh, oh, did you have a question? Oh, no, I just wanted to add on to the bill with your brother. Uh, because chemtrails okay. are a thing that, uh, that black people don't believe. Well, I ain't going to say only black people, it's just a lot of people don't, you know, seem to think they exist. Or uh, you know they they downplay them, 
And from what I understand, um, even when you go back to the times of Adolf Hitler and when they were actually putting fluoride in the water to make the people um, of Nazi Germany uh, docile and feeble-minded. And when we look at our people, we see the same, 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 um, same type of mentality. And however it is that we got there, it's like our people, rather than doing things that are going to promote and reflect more consciousness, we okay with being hypnotized, as uh, mm-hmm. the cats were and um, those those black people were um, in, or what had happened to them in, inside that movie Get Out. And you know it's it's, it's very great that you you you're, you're shedding light on this um, on the movie, and coming from that talking about um, you know the chemtrails and not only that the over the overwhelming amount of lead poisoning um, that we get in our black communities. You know it's like on on on, on a lot of different uh, angles they're trying to attack us, man. And a lot of times we do know it is in our uh, low poverty. Neighborhoods, and even when they, they're spraying the chemtrails, of course they spraying them everywhere. Um, but I remember those mosquito trucks back in my day when they, uh, and I know they that that was something they did. They definitely came and sprayed on um, in the hood, I'll say, and they they would spray the chemical, quote unquote, for mosquitoes. Um, sure. Now you one might be questionable, or why don't we have those same uh, trucks around now because obviously mosquitoes still would be so I I, I think um, it, it is calling us to put on our consciousness and I think that's what you know even what you're saying with, with Chris or uh, you know uh, the, the caress you're rising to your occasion or you're you're uh, you're hiring yourself it's uh, the, the, the consciousness you're becoming more aware so rather than being feeble minded, docile, you are paying mm-hmm. attention to what's 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 going on and you are in fact trying to get out rather than being complacent and trying to stay. So um hey, this is this is a good topic, man. Good show, brother. Keep that good say, brother. I um appreciate that. Um continue. If any other questions let me know. I'm gonna get back to this right there. Yeah, and that and um, with with the build on what would add on what you were just saying with the mosquito, thing, um, with all biological systems we adapt. So even with cancer, we're gonna have to, we're gonna learn to adapt, even though it's here, and we are getting sprayed down with all these heavy um, particulates, these heavy metals. And the one thing about melanin is it, it's a strong, it has a strong affinity to heavy metals. And drugs, as well as all t- different type of um, um, catac- well anti-collagenetic um, type of elements, you know what I'm saying, that reduce the intake of, of choline in our blood, which basically is one of the main trans- neurotransmitters, you know, through the brain for different type of excitations through the body or excitations. Um, but um, what I what I continue what I was saying is um, what was I at? Oh yeah, well, just the sense of analogy, you know. So that was a, that's an analogy that was within that movie. I and then um, 
Let me pull this up. This is just, I'm just going to break down the words, chemtrails, um, and how it, in uh, etymology from, from a comedic point of view. Like, so, chem equals total, complete. That, that's what um, complete means. It also means to behave correctly, correctness, lamination. All right. Um, so lamentation. And before I go any further, lamentation is a, ch- a chapter in the Bible. Sometimes it's not in there. It's in the uh, Old Testament. Lamentation means the passionate expression of grief or sorrow, weeping. Scenes of lamentation, wailing, crying, sobbing. You know, if you recall when he went to the sunken place, Saul Ankh. Saul Ankh again means um, um the life life water, water of life. All right, um, means the hidden sun, um, the water of life. All right, so that photonic energy, that solaric energy, that step down information, that tahuti or wisdom, the, you know, basically the, the thinker, the right, the left brain breaks it down and trans, trans, um, it, uh, transfers that information or transduces. Into something that we can um, be able to have available as words, but it's not the word. Remember, the word is on the vibration, so it's the action that's embedded within the word. We can take a, a word apart and utilize the letter system. The letter system L is a symbol of a a path. A is an ox. M is water. E is is he. N is um is uh, uh, feed. Uh, T is a, a cross or a sign. A is an oxygen, but you know what I'm saying? So we, and then they all have different interpretations of means behind that. And then it goes deeper and deeper. Landing from infinite information is just knowing how to dispense to what is necessary and proper or discerning. So that Tahuti, that wisdom, um, brings about the transducing of the solar, photonic, cosmic information, galactical information from that um, hidden light of of the uh, life water. All right, so remember again that the movie uh, had a dude named Jim Hunt who wanted some eyes, but the book of the book of uh, Lamentations is about the desolation or the destruction of Judah. Judah means praise, and it's, it's talking about the fall of Jerusalem, the city of peace. You know, in the city of um, if you recall when. Chris had finally he had figured out he wanted to get out. He was like, man, I got to get up out of here, you know. So, Karas, you know, what I'm saying was like, nah, these these guys right here, what what the heck? This this is lower self. Any, anything within the structure of a movie basically is is the, uh, basically the superconscious. It's the dream state, you know. what I'm saying it's what dreams can kind of come to be. So in our dreams, when we see other people, they're not necessarily other people. They're just different representations of ourselves externally within the, the mode of the dream or the mode of the movie, per se. You know, so in the movie, um, the, he he was like, he got to get out of there. You know, he they trying to get him and all that, but you know, father mother on the opposite end of the polarity within his his true nature. So when he got locked down in the basement. Um, one of the, the uh, 
indivisible dual self was the dude Jim Hudson. Jim Hudson wants some eyes because Chris got the eye. He got the photo. He hawk. You know, he the haru. He can see things in all different dimensions, black and white. You know what I'm saying? That's what the color. He always took pictures in black and white. So we're seeing it from the perspective of, of two angles, yin and yang, you know what I'm saying? Receptive and active. You know, so he would bring it in, give it out, but he wasn't trying to let say this is mine. He wasn't trying to own that, but he was being intelligent. But, and he stayed intelligent throughout the movie. So, but dude, Jim Hudson is Hudson means um, son of a hooded man, but it also means mine. But if you notice the name Judah is from the name Yehuda, and Yehuda is Y-E-H-U-D-A-H, Hudson. Jim, at the beginning, Jehuda, or Jehudi, or Jehada. Okay, so that's the opposite end of who Christ is, or Christ, basically. And if you also recall, he had, um, he was inside the TV, but he had uh, on top of him um, the deer with antlers, right? So the deer with antlers is representing um, Baphomet. And Baphomet, the title Baphomet, Break it down is ba, uh, fa, met. Met means temple. We're back with this tim. It means temple. Um, ba is father, and then af is uh, acronym for omni, pakas, hamon. Hamon means men. Pakas means peace, and omni means universal. It, the whole statement is the father of peace. The father of men. The father amongst the men of peace, basically. So that men of peace is the city of peace, which is Jerusalem. You know what I'm saying? Basically, um, and Jerusalem is the city. Jerusalem is the city that um, talk about falling in desolation of Judah. And Judah is the fourth son of Israel and Leah. This is all allegorical, you know. All right. Uh, so, Cam also means to walk. Kim means to be extinguished, to be unknown. Shrine, it also means to put it into, to be ignorant and to destroy. Tra, from trail, uh, means time or season. Er, we uh, change the L to R. And um, change the L to R. And we have Er. And change the I to you. It means to be great, mighty, divine being. It also means supreme, chief. So the first statement that I gathered out of it is the great divine season of sorrow or mourning. The great divine season of, of sorrow, meaning up again, lamentation. The great divine season of tears, not meaning tears like you know, like crying. When um, we express tears, like in meditation or whatnot, when we express tears, and then it's not got to, it doesn't have to deal, be dealing with or pertaining to um, being remorseful or resentful or something or some type of emotion. It be tears of happiness, especially in the meditation. If it's on the two aspects of the feminine, the white rose and the black rose again, or Aset and Nekabat. Um, when um, she 
noticed um, that I saw was um, slain and dismembered into 14 different pieces. Okay, so she she wept. The great divine season of sorrow morning, correction of rightness, completion, the supreme mighty season, the supreme mighty season, um, you know what I'm saying, the supreme time of movement. All right, this also can be defined the time of the supreme shrine, the time of the supreme destruction, the season of the unknown divine time, um, also the season of the divine being, the intelligent energy, when we add chemical, chemical trial, so chemi, uh, dark, costard, ill, uh, power of force that can be related to energy, try, season, and er, divine being. So um, the divine being, the dark energy, talking about dark energy, dark matter, and everything that flows from that. All right, so let's just do a break on a breakdown and break up on chemical trail or chemical trial. So Kimakal Tra'u again is season of the being, the intelligent dark energy. Kimakal, Kimakal Tra'u, the season of the divine being, the, the intelligent dark energy. A trail is, a, you know, again, trail is a beaten path. It's something that follows a person, you know, a note. Um, Connotation of follow is fellow. Fellow means a peasant. So a peasant is someone that is following another. Oh boy, my drop. Call it up. Oh wait, no, nah, I'll be good. All right. So when we go back to the movie, um, like again, like like I said again, in a dream, if we're in a car and, and someone we're car, we notice someone is driving. And, what not the car represents the vehicle. The vehicle is you in the dream as well. It's an outward representation. But if someone is driving the car other than yourself, then you're we're not driving the car, right? So that means he wasn't driving the car initially. She was driving it. And remember the car was a, it was a red car, Kundalini. But he was allowing the lower self because he was dealing with the sexual energy more so. He wasn't blinded completely because you remember Rod of God, Raphael is a uh, uh, Hebrew, one of the 24 elders, but it means the light staff of, of El, the light staff of God. So the light staff is also representative of the, the Jid or the pillar of Osiris. Um, let me grab this right quick. This is Perthi Maru, uh, Dr. Mawota Ashby. So we go into what the jid, the jidu, also, but um, right here, right here, like that, right there. Where does it go? Raising pillar. Many people mistakenly believe that the Pratimaru is a book of rituals for people who have passed on. In reality, it is a discipline for those who are alive. Having a physical body provides the best opportunity to carry out spiritual programs, practice of yoga and mystical religion. 
because it is in that the soul can experience an extended period of waking consciousness in which to consciously work on purifying the heart. The dream and dreamless sleep states relate to subconscious and unconscious levels of the mind and minimal spiritual progress occurs in these states of consciousness. Human beings are different from all other forms of potential for reasoning and self-awareness. All right, not to get too deep into that part, but raising the pillow. I stated earlier, the raising of the pillow, the serpent power, through the subtle cycle spiritual energy centers of race, signifies the raising of consciousness. As consciousness is raised, one is leading oneself to discover the higher self and immortality. This raising is accomplished by Aset and Nepotah. In their serpentine aspects, Aset and Nepotah are identified as the two exceedingly great Uray, serpents of the higher consciousness. Also, in the myth of Osir and Resurrection, it is said that Set tore the body of Osir to pieces, and the Aset, Ampu, and Nepotah, with the help of the serpent god Nekobah, remembered the pieces, remembered, you know what I'm saying, the pieces, all except the which was eaten by the fish. And in this way, assisted by the words of power that Osir was reconstituted. Following this, he, Osar, became the ruler of the realm of the dead, the beautiful West, the Menta, or Dwatch, Astroworld. All right, so the pillar of Asir, the Dejid, and those four rings represent the four higher representations of the cycle spiritual system, the four higher chakras from the heart up, the heart, the throat, uh, the territory, and the pineal. So that's the pillar of the Dejid. That's the rod of God, the Radaria, the light staff of God. A rod, you know what I'm saying, which is the, the conscious part of itself, to raise its awareness of the physical reality up to be more intuitive and in, in, in conjunction or connected or unified with the right brain. He was uh, left brain a little bit over there for a minute, you know what I'm saying? Spirit had roles properly enough to where he retained, um, retain and then cultivate the information and utilize it uh, without the nerves jerking. All right. Uh, y'all follow me a little Not follow me like that Y'all ain't fellows y'all, y'all are kings and queens But I hope you are getting a Gathering an understanding of where I'm going with it I'm trying to stay on track We're being on track Mars Mars, we're in the month of March again So we're marching To the God of War And also um, The God of Spring Growth and nature and fertility the Protector of the cattle you know, the cattle, that's Asir. You know what I mean? But Mars is also representative of Harukuti. And Harukuti was the protector of both realms. Harukuti means on the light of both sides. So spiritual and physical. All right. So when we go back to the movie, the opening, not the opening scene, we'll get to that in one minute. But when they first saw each other, she knocking on the door. The number of the door is 208. Uh, you know, 28. So we go back to February. February, February means purification. Uh, All right, so 28 days in February, half of 28 is 14. Osirian was dismembered into 14 different pieces. That 14 to 14 is 28. 14 representing spiritual, 14 representing the physical side. Harukati or Mars, month of Mars, marching on from their purification into protection. Protection of what is growing. 
you know what I'm saying, and what he cultivated through the door of January or Janus or whatnot, that door, that, you know, that passageway, that melanin, you know what I mean? And, you know, that's why I'm not going into the other side of, of this. Well, the physical thing of, of the movie is cool, of, of the movie, the moving our emotions. But I went in there with a meditative mind and a mind and being mindful life in general. I I saw it from, I mean, from different angles and uh, different, um, a completely different perspective. I don't know if it's from the director's perspective or just from uh, uh, a more metaphysical angle, but it is what it is. And I give thanks to the ancestors for dropping signs because they gave him a, a good, a good um, uh, creative eye to be able to bring this to the table like that. You know what I mean? All right, so we're now in the month of March again, and like I'm saying, March is being portrayed as a, a, a warrior, as a, a god of war. You know, so we're going to battle the spiritual realm. All right. March also means the progress continuity of something abstract that is considered to be moving onward. All right, so we're moving we're going to move on. So Bifrost. Bifrost is the bridge in North mythology. It's a, um, it was a burning bridge, a bridge, you know. It was the connecting point between Earth, Midgard, and Asgard, the heaven or the realm of the gods. Also called Asir. So Asir, A-E-S-I-R, bridge. So Asgard is also an anagram for Asir, Asar. But the um, bridge had him the law on it. Him the law was protecting um Asgard, I mean not yeah, well the gods from um the Jotnar, the giants, you know, went for from the day of uh, what they call Ragnarok. Ragnarok basically means um Ragnar gods and rock uh, destiny or twilight. So it's the the, the uh, end of the gods or the, the the last battle, you know what I'm saying? So he had that horn that he was going he's going to blow on the last at the last battle, and that's Himmel, Himmeldor. He's also the one or the whitest of all the gods. Now that's ironic, being that movie for, um, as you know, it was played by a brother, Darian brother. So just seeing that, how they, you know, implied the polarity of the alchemy of it. You know, he dressed in all gold, but they say that he's one of the whitest of all the guys, meaning he's one of the brightest. You look at the word uh, black and word, the etymology behind it is B-O-L-K, B-O-L-C, which means bright or brilliant. So that, that goes into the polarity of, like even within that movie, 
you got this white rose, you know, and this black Christ, you know, or whatnot. But the polarity within her own self, she was she was pure and everything when he she was with him outside of the structure of her environment with her parents. But when she got over there, she was destructive. She was the black rose. So the, the polarity within that own within that own uh, side of uh, of Chris, because that was just that was something that was being interpreted outside of itself that we, he was looking at. You know what I mean? Part of self. But him, uh, um, had a name called Gold Tooth. He had a gold horse, you know. But he sits right there in between. He sits right there in between uh, heaven and earth on that on the Bifrost uh, Bridge. The Bifrost Bridge is allegorical to um, the substantial Negro as well as the negrostradial um, nerve tract or the menti nerve tract, where we have those ventricles, third, fourth ventricles, or that passageway of melanin flowing through um, those different um, um, parts of the brain. Etymology of Bifrost basically shimmering path about the rainbow. You know uh, the rainbow only lasts. It suggests that it's transitory nature of the rainbow, meaning a moment. Bill means a moment, and Bifrost means shimmer or to shake. So utilizing both words, Bifrost means um, Bifrost and Bill meaning the shimmer, the shimmering path. And that go that ties into the dark path or chemicals. Now, we know that chemtrails are basically, as far as what's inside of them, the particulates are aluminum uh, oxides, as well as barium oxides and um, strontium oxides. But anything with oxide is going to oxidize the cell, and it's going to cause the body to go through degeneration a lot faster. All right, so chemtrails, and it's under the umbrella of geoengineering. Geoengineering is basically the deliberate um, large-scale intervention in the Earth's climate system. It's manipulating and altering our um, climate intentionally in order to moderate what they call global warming. The discipline is um, grouped into two different sections, carbon dioxide removal, carbon melanin removal techniques, and as well as um, removing greenhouse gases from the atmosphere, as well as, well, that's basically what um, carbon dioxide removal techniques is based on, removing the greenhouse gases they say, and also SRM or so radiation management techniques. That's, uh, that's to attempt to balance the effects of the increased greenhouse gas by using those particulars that we call chemtrails to allow it to bounce or allow the, the sunlight to bounce off those refractive and reflective um, particulates. This is supposedly, reportedly it's supposed to slow down the, clim- the climate changes and likely to cause the increase in human gener- uh, likely cause of what they say that the climate change is due to human-generated greenhouse gases. 
So one way or one technique will be to deflect a small amount of sunlight and heat away from the planet to, to lower global temperatures is to include these reflective aerosols or mirrors into the high atmosphere. So since 1998, um, they've been spraying these X's and parallons all over the sky and these trails initially the contrails, remember contrail is a, a condensation to these, these jets back in the day. The Prince was talking about on uh, on the Tavis Smiley show when he said, uh, when I was young, I used to go outside and I see these contrails coming out of these jets and I was like, wow, that's amazing. Then five years later, I look up there, it was like 10 jets and like, wow, why so many jets? Then he said five years later, he looked out there, he was like, why everybody cussing each other out and drinking beer? We didn't like this 10 years ago. So the alteration, because of the aluminum oxides basically blocking synapses in the brain, and we'll get into how that occurs and what's taking place in one moment. Um, but um, basically, I think that's where that song came from when he sung, when he brought Purple Rain to the table. Uh, purple is, the color is generated by red and blue. So red being blood and blue being tears, or sky being the sky, and it generates purple rain being the tear. So it's the highest chakra, so-called high chakra, and red being the earth, you know what I'm saying, blue being the sky. So the the pain and the blood, or the blood and the sweat, you know what I'm saying, the blood is the the red, the sweat is the blue. That pain and that vibration of our movement, you know what I'm saying, and, and then it comes together as one that correlates. It comes into that that the tear will forms into that purple rain, but that's life, you know, but he saw it from that perspective, from a different perspective in, in where he's talking about being, being the God and, 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 you know, uh, helping people out of that, that situation through purple rain. He said, he said there would be some kind of, we can't love her. We want to, you know, hold our hand and, and give us some instruction or guidance and, and you know, keep it moving and give thanks, you know, about into the adversity of his of his transition. Nevertheless, um, there has been documentation about geoengineering space weaponry um, and spray operations have been occurring all throughout for the past about 30 years. And the spraying of aluminum oxide particles into the atmosphere to create the sunscreen that we, we got going on to reduce so-called global warming. They even got it in, in, in um, books now it's a book that our uh, children, I might not be here yet, but it's one book called Essential and Center Point Learning Incorporated, where they act, it's a, a level one science book, and it's talking about geoengineering concepts. It's, it has a photo of a jet, and it's titled, it's entitled Particle Air, and it has a caption, jet engines running on richer fuel will add particles to the atmosphere to create a sunscreen. That's misinformation. So this is in the section titled Solutions for Global Warming. But, you know, this is a space-based weaponry, and it's causing a lot of ailments, a lot of different difficulties within the struggle for humanity from spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical aspect. You know, we're getting these upper respiratory problems. We're going through all these different emotional mood changes. We're going through uh, these different uh, mind alterations with the psychosis and everything, schizophrenia, you know, and uh, um, um, uh, mad depressive bipolarism, and we got the spirit that's being blocked, you know what I'm saying, the intelligence is being blocked, so 
spirit, mind, emotion, and physical. That's a four-legged chair, right? So if one of them ain't right, then the chair's going to fall apart. You know what I'm saying? So that's what's taking place in the chair. So these activities could have remarkable potential in time um, to be very degenerative. And, you know what I'm saying, and the end result could be some natural catastrophic consequences within the structure of weather externally as well as within internal weather. All right, so uh, hiker, magic, and engineering. This is out of the dreamatic African magic, African creation energy. Breaking down engineering. Engineering is defined as the process of acquiring and applying scientific and mathematical knowledge, design, and develop inventions that realize a desired object, as in social engineering, whatever, but also geoengineering. All right, so engineering in relation to magic. Magic is defined as the practice of producing a desired effect or result by techniques that enable humans to control forces of nature. So again, engineering is defined as the process of acquiring and applying scientific and mathematical knowledge to design and develop inventions that realize desired desired objectives. Haika. Haika is the ability to replicate, model, manipulate, and control aspects of nature using mathematics and is known to the early Africans as Haika, like Haiku. Haiku is power words. Haika was the concept of magic that was used to represent the manipulation of the elements of nature. And the haika or haikat is the avra where they measure wheat and grain and whatnot. With uh, that, not to go all the way through it, but you know the whole thing would equal um, 163. Also whole. All right, but um, engineering is defined as the process of acquiring and applying scientific and mathematical knowledge to design and develop inventions that realize the desired object. It is. I very much remotely identical to magic, the practice of producing a direct result by techniques that enable humans to control the nature. So go engineering, earth magic. So working magic on the earth, throwing these lines up in the sky, right? I got a picture I'm going to put it with this, but it says, this is your brain. And then it says, this is your brain on chemtrails. The earth atmosphere is and everything that's going on externally is also going on internally because we are basically. All right, so as it goes as above, so below, all them lines going up there on my brain too. So imagine aluminum being up in the sky is also going on in the brain, structure of the brain. So we got all these aluminum particles or particulates being worked on us through this sorcery, through this magic, geoengineering, earth magic. You know, earth is dust to dust, you know, ashes to ashes. So that, that magic that they're utilizing or whatever with the particulates, with these um, aerosols in the air, is also affecting us here on on the on planetary level and causing different... Um... All right, so the Trail of Tears... Inside the Trail of Tears, I'm not going to go all the way into it, but the Trail of Tears, you know, it was like 4,000 um, Americans that uh, transitioned through that, that walk, you know, that movement, that trip. But one thing that occurred, the onset of them 
um, being removed in that removal act of uh, what 1889, um, 88, if I'm not mistaken. But one thing that occurred was the worst route known in in history at that time. It was uh, actually 1838, um, yeah, summer of 1838, the Removal Act. Uh, but that's the worst drought that they had ever witnessed in recorded history. In that, on that, in that, um, May, the month of May. Why so? You know, what was made made from Earth? What are ancients um, known for, as far as like uh, shamans? You know, rain dances, you know what I'm saying? Bring rain to, you know, get, get the crop going. So why couldn't they have a fire dance and produce tra- produce the drought? Their anger, their kundalini energy, their heat signature was so high, it caused the worst drought because they weren't, they didn't want to leave their land. You know what I'm saying? So you're saying it's the same as when we go through that, that rain dance, but we wanted rain, so we cultivated um, the rain dance and brought that to the table, and we get the rain. Ability to alter weather. Somebody just came in. I'm at the. I'm at my office. But um, someone just walked in. I'm gonna read something real quick. Something I wrote personally. The greatest weapon against man. Peace. Um. Okay. There's a lot going on in this now time concerning the manipulation of weather, thought waves, mental perceptions, and physical emotional activities. As most that are in the know have an awareness of the chemtrails capabilities of blocking solaric energy, some of us may not have a full weather that's in place within the atmosphere of the third dimension. The heart system high frequency uh, active oil research program is actually only one of the few weapons against elevated consciousness by means of impeding the natural cosmic and solar flow of ultra high frequencies that are known as electrons, photons, photons, etc., which in turn, when digested by the conscious observer, alters the wave pattern of the particular substance, electron, photon, proton, I mean photon, proton, etc., into a weather station. This is entitled collapsing the wave function quantum physics. There are five other systems known, strategically placed throughout the world, move radar systems middle and upper atmosphere radar system in Japan, HIPPUS, high-power oil simulation, um, Fairbanks, within Fairbanks, Alaska, our SIBO Observatory in Puerto Rico, the SCAT, European Incoherent Scatter Scientific Association in Trans, northern Norway, SURA in uh, central Russia. All of these units were basically built for attention, so-called weather manipulation, utilizing the dynamic biomagnetic foundation the DNA and template, these units produce two focus beams that overlap in particle ion strings and with the right intensity create scalar wave energy. Scalar waves are a form of radio waves creating what is known as a longitudinal wave interference where two scalar waves meet and energy bottle is created with disintegral matter within that bottle, producing what is in effect a miniature atomic explosion but without any resulting radiation. This scalar technology can be used to download still pictures, sounds, short movies, and digitalized sensations directly into our brain by way of the nervous system or the brain telepathy. 
These signals affect the emotions of the one attentive to the holographic sensations. The scalar wave energy can also be refocused and refracted off of the barium, one of the elements distributed within chemtrails. By the way, barium is more redirecting than glass, in essence, causing some of the abnormal weather anomalies. So how does all this inter how, so how does all this tie into weather manipulation? By altering our perceptions per equal through shun the state of except mind head. So through the state of our mind, with holographic emotional memory triggering sensations, it sends the targeted subject into a lowered state of awareness. This lowered state produces stress, which in turn releases adrenaline into the body when it is not needed. This causes the body to go into a toxic state of yang or fire. The body only one thing, and that is how to adapt and survive. So it goes into a reactive mode to counter the effects of the unwanted toxins in the form of illness, mental, emotional, or physical, all stemming from the lack of knowledge of self, spirit. When and if the toxins release, the residue goes to Earth's atmosphere as vapors. Esoterically, this is classified as air, the warm and moist modality. Which contains water vapors rises into the Earth's atmosphere. It begins to cool, forming into liquid water by what's known as condensation. This process also produces clouds. Clouds regulate the flow of radiant energy into and out of the Earth's climate system by absorbing the sunlight. They influence by reflecting the sunlight, rather. They influence the Earth's climate by reflecting incoming solar radiation. The crown chakra, that's infinite universal intelligence. Heat, back to space and outgoing radiation, root chakra, infinite intuitive wisdom, terrestrial energy from the Earth's surface. If one recalls the original name of chemtrails is contrails, contestation trails. This may seem somewhat demographed, so I will bring it down a few levels. Not only are chemtrails intended to block solaric energy, it also retards the natural elevation of kundalini or life force energy. Kundalini or prana, internal melanin, the reason behind targeting melanin populated areas dwells within the base of the spine, root chakra, or on um, the base of the spine, the root chakra. It produces resonating heat signature when stimulated, so heat rises. When this heat is released by way of artificially stimulated emotional activities via heart, um, the high, highly active oral research program that stop dealing with sound, tattoo well, TV, radio, cell phone, lifestyle, etc., that are mainly concerned with the R-complex reptilian fight-or-flight stress-producing portion of the brain, the vapors rise and are reflected off of the barium that, res that resides within the chemtrails, producing the man-made clouds that we see between earth and heaven. These clouds can then form adverse weather patterns depending on location and temperature. The four fundamental elements are now, um, are now being altered and used against man. The air through chemtrails, water, toxicity, and like fluoride like the brother was mentioning, earth, Processed in nature food, fire, that's all of the above that creates toxic blood or plasma. When calculating all of this information, one must deduce that toxic chaotic reality, albeit a hologram, in actuality being created by the toxic chaotic downloads that are introduced into the human biocomputer by way of so-called technological advancements. As we interpret the artificial stimulus given to us by the external reality, we then reproduce the same chaotic illusory reality. So all in all, the greatest weapon against man is man. These are that's something I put together um saying the chemtrails. And this is this right here is practical weapons. This is some tips um 
practical weapons against the tactical psycho spiritual war on first order entities. Meditation, clear the mind and purge the body of excess toxins. So meditate deep, conscious breathing, unplugging, refrain from television and radio altogether as well as the overall influence in computer and cell phone usage for at least one year. I know right here that's going to happen. <laughs> but I've done that just before. Like this is the second movie I've watched in like 12 years. I actually went to the theater too. So the second movie I went to two movies so far this this year. It's, I don't. That's more movies I've been to in two in one like two months because I saw uh, the Birth of a Nation and then I went to see um, Get Out. So I saw two movies within two months, and that's more than I've seen in the past 12 years. You know what I'm saying? All right, but um, plug. Um, Neo Matrix, you know what I'm saying? Neo Cortex, get that Neo Cortex popping right, decalcify the pound gland. Personal observation, become more observant of the spiritual, mental, emotional, physical status day to day by keeping the journal. Staying grounded, learn exercise that will induce balance and create a center of equanimity in your life, uh, like yoga, tai chi, qigong, and meditations. Eating light, consume a diet that consists of at least 75% alkalizing fruits and vegetables and 25% protein. The cell is 80% water and 20% protein. Lifestyle. Be very attentive and mindful of who you are around and what is going on in those environments. The so-called friend may be a vampiric host leeching off of your own energy. Circumspection. Pay close attention to your thoughts, what you tell yourself, and what your actions are producing. This will allow you to see that some of your actions or some of our actions are in reality manipulated by thoughts dictated by external perception, not truly your own. Self-love. Loving yourself transforms you into a loving instrument in harmony with the universal creator. Loving self learns to love others no matter the circumstance. Stay in the moment. Don't focus on yesterday. It's no longer here and don't stress on tomorrow. It produces fear. Stay in the infinite moment of now. True. Peace, prosperity, and protection. Love, live, life, descend, transcend, ascend. All right, so again, those chemtrails, are, especially like aluminum, um, they did a they do another over in California where they begin the, the, the dusting of the clouds or uh, the seeding of the clouds, and they, they went over to Mount Shasta and did uh, chemical analysis on the water, and they saw that it was sixty-one thousand parts per billion, so that's sixty thousand parts over government limit. When it's at a thousand parts per billion, the government's supposed to come in there and put a hazard sign up there and say, don't drink this water, it's toxic. They found it at 61,000 parts per billion and there it was no signs up. And this is Mount Shasta. Mount Shasta in um in regard to the the soccer system, the energy grids Within ourselves, or the you know the the vortices without the energy vortexes within ourselves, they call them the seven chakras. Basically, endocrine. So the planet has endocrine glands as well, or vortex, seven major vortices, and 144 as well. The 72. Oh yeah, my bad on that. The other week I said 76, 72. I was doing the math like that ain't 144. 72,000 uh, 90s on the left. Set, or, and the spiritual 72,000 on the physical, that's 144,000. 
But uh, the planet as well has uh, seven energy vortexes, vortexes or vortexes, seven major, um, spreading from Mount, well, Mount Shasta being the root chakra. Mount Kalash in Tibet is um, the crown chakra. And you got the throat chakra, that's um, the pyramid of Egypt, the Great Pyramid. Um, you have the heart chakra in Glastonbury over there with the um, um, what's it? Well, you know, uh, stone hinge and everything. All right, but Mount Shasta is the root chakra, it's the seventh chakra. So that's the earth, you know what I mean? coming from the sky, falling down to the earth into the water. And the result is um, basically viruses, you know, in, that are contained within it. we drinking it. Imagine someone is on the mountain, you know, as a tourist or whatnot, or somebody skiing, and they just want they want to drink of some fresh Shasta Lake, you know, Mount Shasta Lake right there. Let's get us water, but they don't know it's sixty-one thousand parts billion toxicity level in the toxicity level, you know. Then the next winter come, they're running around with this hacking cough, you know what I'm saying? And it's happening all over the country, though. It's not just California. But this is happening all over the country right now with children, like grown-ups that's 20, 30 years old, ain't never had asthma or allergies. And now they're talking about, oh, these are asthmatic symptoms. This is allergy symptoms that change the weather. They ain't had it five years ago. You know what I'm saying? This is just starting to be more uh, noticed by a lot of people. And, you know, if you're noticing, if you're really being observant, you're seeing that a lot more people are starting to fade in the winter months when it's starting to get cold outside. They're getting these flus, and, and they're getting the flu shot. They're getting these pneumonia shots or whatever, but it's still getting sick. You know, it's the buildup of these alum, aluminum oxides, barium oxides in these, uh, in these, um, this, this coming down with these viruses in it and this blood, human blood in it as well, feces. So all these things are toxic. It's bacteria that the human body is not going to be, and, and think about aluminum, once it gets into the bloodstream, it attack, it attaches to it like plaque, and it cannot, it's, it's very hard for it to remove, and it then not only does it attach, it starts breeding on whatever else comes into it, so that plaque or that aluminum gets into the brain, and that's what causes this Parkinson's, you know, Parkinson's, and, and, uh, as well as um, dementia, ADHD, Alzheimer's, um, autism, all these things just start occurring the last 40 years, and they just start spraying it the last 30 years. You know, so got a high increase, very high increase in asthma patients in America, you know, due to, due to the catecholamines being produced, basically. You know, catecholamines are produced, that's more pyrophrine, pyrophrine, and dopamine. If we're getting too much of it, then the body is going to produce stress because basically catecholamines are produced by the adrenaline for one and also in the, uh, substantial near, um, in the gastro nerve tract 80% of the dopamine is stored and utilized by the gastro not gastroidal um, nerve tract or the mental tract but when we are overproducing it it becomes toxic to the body and to the blood and it causes all these different type of ailments to occur and mucus build up basically. And so all this mucus keeps building up because we stress, we stress, the body stress, don't even know why. But the mind is stressed because it's trying to activate 
um, the natural processes of the body through the, you know through metabolism and through forming hormones and these fluids that break down different things within the body. But these blockages occurring in the body or in the brain, it uh, depletes the intake of the hormones to go to the body and to do what it's supposed to do. You know what I mean? And we're going. To, I'm going to talk a little bit more about that within um, elements of, of the movie. We'll go into that now, I guess. Um, so now we see. We're, look, we're going to go into the title a little bit. So I know it's been. I've been over here anxious to get to it too. I've been trying. I've been biting my fingers not to talk about it too much, but um, let's go into Get Out. So why did I say Get Out? Get Out. And then how it relates to uh, Kim Trails. Remember Kim Trails or Chemical Trails. In my perspective, so you know, Chemical Trails is um, Kimmy Kyle Trio, the season of the divine being, the intelligent dark energy, dark energy matter that forms on uh, physicality as far as in quantum physics. All right, so that fifth element, uh, Kimi Kael Chao, the season of divine being, fifth element, the intelligent dark energy. Give thanks. So get out. Ghetto, what is that? What is that? So just look at the, the word get out. Get out. Kabbalistically, um, we're going to do the, the metric, the numbers. Get out. That is, um, well, let's look at the whole word, get out, and that's um, G-E-T. So we have um, seven. Out is two, and get out. So that's seven. Right? So that's, we have God, or that's the God number, we're not seven. The divine number. When we look at just um, the first two letters, and this is how it also relates to chemtrails. So under the window of chemtrails, under the umbrella of geoengineering is chemtrails. But what is the first two letters? Geo, representing the earth. So geo, and what is that talking about? Geo, the earth, get out of the earth or get out of the box. Right, so when we got the box and we add that up with get out, we have the six and box five, so that, that equals two is seven, six plus seven is two, so that's nine, that's birth. So, birth again is two observations, rich. So, to look at something twice to research, all right. So, now go back to get out or go, the first two letters, go is seven. And um, 15, so that's 76, that's 13, that's 4. So G-O, and then we add 4, the fourth letter is D. So that's the way, but that's G-O-D again. So it goes back to God, the 7, G-O. So get out of the container, basically. When we're looking at the word, I um, mean, the number 13, we put 1 and 3 together, and it forms a B. B is the second letter of that meaning house, bed. House meaning the container of the physical reality. In, in, in a particular, out of the Kabbalah, or out of the, um, the 
mystery system that we call the Kabbalah. Um, bed is to all habitations and receptacle, and it means to contain. It's the second letter of the bed. bed. So this 13, 1, and 3 put together is talking about bed. So get out of the container, inhabitant of oneself. Get out. You know what I'm saying? Also, for the entity is trying to take over and become the driver of the vehicle to get out. Then let's get to ghetto. So what is ghetto? Ghetto is the reconciliation of the one, two of the box, 11, the physical side. So how does ghetto pertain to and relate to trails or the um, scene of the divine being, the intelligent dark energy? Ghetto is um, actually, you know, we talk about a ghetto and we think about, um, you know, where um, it's a impoverished community or whatever and, you know, things like that. But where does where it come from? It derived from um, the pre-German um, Nazi invasion or the Holocaust where the Jews, the so-called Jews, were um, kidnapped or whatever and taken in into the genocide gene, you know what I'm saying? Again, engineering, um, different mechanisms of nature. But basically, the word ghetto is from the um, language that they have formed in Germany. It's a narrative of Hebraic and German and a few other um, languages like French, Scandinavian, different languages in that area mixed and blended together. So, the word ghetto comes from the word um, getty or get, right? So get means uh, to separate. And that is a clip from the word, a clip off of getty or uh, egeti. Egeti or egeto is E-G-E-T-O. And again, the word get means separation, or the deed separation. But this word ghetto, E-G-I-T-T-O, comes from the Latin, Egyptus. And that comes from, or is where we get the word Egypt. So the Hebraic or the Hebrew, Yiddish language, is sort of like a slang, but you know what I mean? It's a language that the Jews used in the central and east part of Europe before they were kidnapped and through that genocide of the Holocaust. So it's a German type of language with a mixture of different other languages and Hebrew. Get goes into ghetto, E-G-I-T-T-O, ghetto, and that comes from the word Egyptus, the Latin, where we get the word Egypt from. And we know Egypt to be Kim. So Kim meaning darkness or black. All right. So from get out to ghetto to Kim. All right. I know y'all got it. So it's meaning deed of separation. And what they was talking about is how the Hebrew were exiled whatever from the children of Israel or whatever were exiled from Egypt at the time of Moses or you know, Robert, 
Ramos Musa, Ramses, and then went and crossed over and went over there to um, Israel. And then, you know, the, the tribe of Judah, Jehuti, Jejid, carrying the pillar of Asir, um, built the so-called city of peace. You know, this is all allegorical, though. You know what I'm saying? This is just part of ideas for and I'm in, in time, you know what I'm saying? I march. So that's where, where ghetto comes. Let's go to the opening scene of uh, of this movie. The opening scene. The first scene, walking on the street. Bird walking on the street. Then Andrew, he walking down and he said, uh, man, I don't know where I'm at. All the streets look the same. You know what I'm saying? Saying he's state of confusion. He, you know, delirium. Um a stupor, you know. So basically, what that what that means is basically, uh, when we are in delirium, um, that that's the anti-collagenics, you know. What I'm saying anti-collagenics physically is like belladonna. Uh, so another one called uh, Jimson weed, you know. And remember the dude's name is Jim Hudson, Jimson weed. There's another one called Angel's Trump, you know. what I'm saying, but um. These are like um, mushrooms and different herbs that um, can be that can be used as um, delirious. They, they don't get into the state of euphoria. Pretty much, they make it um, go into confusion, um, stupor. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Stupor is numbness, instability. You know, to be stunned or amazed. You know what I'm saying? So that's that trance mode. You know, trance means to be stunned, to be amazed. You know what I'm saying? But takes one into that that realm. All right, so the first scene, he's talking about, you know, everything, you know, Edgewood Street, and then you got um, Peacock, or Edgewood, you know, Edge of the Woods, you know what I'm saying? It's the vortex, wood. you know what I'm saying? The vortex. You go down into the vortex, then you got Peacock, and so the Peacock, the bird, rising out of the vortex, you know what I'm saying? But he was confused. Then that white car pulled up. So this white car, you know, we had to really look at that. That's when I was like, it's going to be a good movie. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, what's this white car doing? And it was a Porsche. Porsche um, means pig in um, German, if I'm not mistaken. It's a German car, you know what I'm saying? So dealing with, the, you know, that mentality. Uh, Porsche boat is owned by Volkswagen, but Porsche means pig. But what's on the Porsche? What's the, the symbol of the Porsche is the coat of arms of these two cities that the um, developer of Porsche company is from. It's the city and the country, or the state um, and the country from. But within the center of that emblem is a horse, right? But it was a white car. And we know all cars, if it was a Porsche, I'm, I'm thinking it was a Porsche, you know what I'm saying? But all cars got horses, you know what I'm saying? But this is a white horse. What do we know about a white horse? You know, as far as esoterically and in, the, in biblically speaking, you know what I'm saying? A pale horse. And the dude said it, um, the father said it when he, he uh, introduced the coagula system. He said, behold, the coagula. You know what I'm saying? The order of our family or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So the pale, the pale horse, uh, the book by William Cooper back in 1991, and if you look at that car, it looked like it was a 1991 horse, <laughs> for real. But uh, the state within, or the 
scripture passage states, and I looked and behold a pale horse and his name that sat upon him was death and hell followed with him and power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with sword and with hunger the beasts of the earth. Now, of course, we go into, if we're looking at it from the the, the angle or the perspective of the physical, just with the words saying that we define each one, the hell, horse, you know, famine, uh, hunger, whatever, famine, kill with the sword, you know, death follow hell, all that, then we're looking at it wrong. All right. Now, I ain't going to say the way I'm about to break it down is right either, but from my own metaphysical, metamagician, black water, dipping into the black water, so we go with the pale horse. What does the horse have to do with it, right? Horse, of course, of course, the horse in his name is hippocampus. All right, hippocampus means um, sea monster horse. Is what Neptune, Neptune in the um, Greek mythology was riding, or what you know he had that as his uh, as his um, animal that. Basically, he was riding around on it. But anyway, that's a pale, it, a pale, pale, that's a pale horse, so to speak. If you take the hippocampus out of the brain, it's going to go. But it said right here, his, and his name that sat upon him was death. So what's, who is death? What's sitting on his campus? Right? What is it? It's the substantial negro. And also is the twelve Loki, the twelve melanated um So this um uh, negrostriatal nerve tract or the menti nerve tract with all the, the twelve Lokis or the uh, one of them in general is called uh, the locus corellius. Locus corellius means black dot basically. Locus means central place is Sanskrit or um dark or black. So this black dot sits on within the, um, the brain stem, well, the pond's at the top, but right above that is the hippocampus. So this hippocampus, it says right there, the, behold a pale horse, behold the hippocampus, and the name that sits on it is Locus Corellus. What color do we represent with death? Like the word necromancy um, determines, you know, black, necro, negro, you know, they'll follow with him. It's not talking about, though, that they mention is fiery brimstone, but it's talking about its physical reality, but that physical reality in turn is neuromelanin follows with him. So the pale horse right there is the fourth and third ventricles coming around and the substantial negro. Everything right there in connection with that flow of energy, and the power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth. And that's that's alluding to a fourth is only five percent. But as I was saying earlier, the I mean not the substantial negro, but the gastrointestinal nerve bundle holds eighty percent of dopamine. So that's um that's um. 75% if we looked at it like that from a whole, but 80% if we just say 75%, that's the flip on it, that one-fourth. So in essence, it's saying power is given unto them over the fourth part of the earth. But really, what it's saying is power is given unto them over 80% or 75% of the earth, three-fourths of the earth, 
And what it's talking about is not killing with a sword, but it's giving life by way of the sword, being the spine as it goes up. And all those fluids, the cerebral spinal fluid is flowing down and up properly in that propagation. You know what I'm saying? So not to be hunger, like starving and famine, because the hypothalamus is also in this um, category of as far as hormones and metabolism is concerned. But the wild beast and of the earth is the lower cell and is bringing up the energy and cultivating and sublimating that energy instead of allowing it to be expressed um, carnal way or in an animalistic way of now being tamed. So like within that movie, um, the first part, he um, he wasn't tamed. So he so he running through, you know, all these different scenarios with old girl, you know, meeting parents. And the very first thing, you know, 208, 28, 14, 14, physical, spiritual. So she's like supposed to be pure and she come in there, you know, asked, uh, he asked her if um, he knew, if they knew that he was black, but basically she was lying, you know, putting all this type of thing, pure that white roads type of, you know, mentality. Find out that, you know, they get there, they just have somewhat comical racist family, somewhat, you know what I'm saying, as far as the movie storyline is concerned. All right, but that was about that, you know. So as they go on, he was untamed, but you notice he was dear. So they, the mother, that's the feminine aspect, he was he was kind of sad and everything. He went to that sunken place though. But by the end, towards the end of the movie, he had mastered his lower self that he did. Um, let me see. Got it right here. Keep it moving though. So that that part right there, that that's when I knew it was gonna be a pretty alright movie as far as um, the uh, hidden information. You know, saying Amin Ra, the hidden light. And um, then so after that, you know, went on into the movie where they were um, met up at the room 208 and all that, or that department. Then they got ready to leave. But something done with the white rose uh, symbology. And also the dog, um, the food card within the tarot, and we dealing with hermetic information as well. So it's like this, you know, this has to have some type. Because I was like, he, you know, that, that white rose. I was like, yeah, you know, that's a she rose. Her name is rose, but she white. The white rose. So I'm the food card. Let me see that up real quick. You know. Um, Looked it up and stated that the rose, of course, is a more purity, but it also um, represents where the goal we're striving for. You know what I'm saying? In the future, that's worth going through each step. You know what I'm saying? So he was on a journey, you know what I mean? A dark journey, an unknown journey. Kim, you know, so he had his knapsack. Well, this is the food card. So the sack and a dog. And the rose, the rose in the left hand of of the uh, fool within the card, and that represents the conscious mind. 
when we are taking a grip of ourselves and we're noticing our thoughts and we're being mindful, then we become we deal with the information properly externally and internally. We can absorb the information and transduce it properly through wisdom, through intuition. And then when it comes back out, it won't it won't spool back out like what is being given to us. It'll be more truth in our own experience in place of what um in particular the particulars are uh, attempting to portray with them through fear elements. So the full card or the tarot with the white rose in the fool's left hand is symbolic of purity and order, my eye, you know what I'm saying? Peace and balance. The left hand is also symbolic of the conscious mind. So the conscious mind is now open and it's, it's getting a grip on our thoughts. And, you know, that's that rod, that's that rod diario, the, um, the, um, the light staff of God, Dajid, the pillar of our seal. You know what I'm saying? So that was, I remember all the aspects of everything, everything, every phase of the movie externally from Chris was just personifying something outside of himself that he needed to master or he needed to uh, absorb properly and utilize the energy in a better way for him. You know what I'm saying? So the mother helped him with the smoking. The father helped him with bringing the willpower back to where he could conquer the life and get them antlers. You know, he got the roots, you know, and poked him in the, the, the throat. The throat is connected to Mandula God of the Mount God. So he was able to utilize his God and hear God speak. Um, all right, so he was, he, he was the fool, basically, you know what I'm saying? At first, kind of sleep to his own reality, not conscious of was or is. But then, you know, he woke up to himself, and he started, you know, woke, I mean, rouse to rouse. So he started to see something ain't right, you know. He's like, why is this, this water or water running loose? In his backyard like this. You know what I'm saying? Why is Georgina or Joe, Joe, Geo, again, the earth, the water in the earth, over here doing this, you know, with her her hair on? You know, why is she in the mirror every, every other second? You know what I mean? So he started developing a, a keen awareness and start he was intelligent the whole time, you know, he never really went to sleep, basically. But that's why Ralph there or Rose, symbolic of saying, although he seems to be controlled by Kundalini, he sleep to his his uh, innate abilities, his innate powers are awoke and rising. Karas, you know. So, so that dog was there too, though. So the dog, you look at the fool's car, you see he got a little white dog, and the dog represents loyalty and faithfulness, but also protection and communication. What do you keep the dog with? He kept the dog with Rod. Rod, you know, dog sitting. And Rod, again, is the digit, the conscious, aware, you know, the intelligent side of uh, man. The digit of uh, Asir, basically the higher chakras, but the the heart, the throat, or the parasympathetic and sympathetic, I mean, the um, parathyroid glands, the um, thalamus, thalamus gland within the soul plexus and heart region, um, pituitary gland, and the pineal gland. So those centers being activated properly through the digit or through Rod, but again, Rod was babysitting the dog. The dog is protection. 
So what did Rod do at the end? What was Rod always doing? He was always communicating to him. He was also there at the end protecting him. He worked for uh, TSA, the um, Transportation Security um, Administration, that was developed by the Patriot Act, you know, 2001, 9-11. You know what I'm saying? But what is TSA backwards? AST. AST is lost. That's it. So, I said is the nurturer and the um, preserver of and the regenerator of Haru or the father I said through Haru, through the light. So when I said King's throne, sit on a throne through the it's connected to the kidneys, right? So let's go back to um when he did finally wake up and he was like he's ready to get up out of there. So but um Bob Deuce or you know, Dean or whatever um, Dean also means judgment in Hebrew as well as uh, Arabic, D-I-N, Dean. So he was judging, you know what I'm saying? Dean, the father, the dad, the dad was, was the people. Um, the last name is Armitage. Armitage comes from the word um, Armitage, and it's a, um, a village over there in Europe, um, in London, no, in England, in England, Stratford, England, but it comes from um, hermitage, and it means um, talking about hermitage. And hermitage is talking about a, a, where the herm, hermits would come, and they had a, a little place where they lived between a river there and a church. You know, so what is a hermit? A hermit is one of those uh, esoteric hermes, you know what I'm saying, basically. So it goes back to um, the hermetics and also to Tahuti, but... Um, that was their last name, Dean Hermes, basically. You know, so Hermes is uh, her, rule and miss, so our uh, children of light, then judgment of the children of light. You know what I'm saying? I, um, so after that, we, uh, well, well, oh yeah, back to that, he, he, he was like, uh, he, where he he was in the basement. He was shut down, right? So this is when he got his willpower. So he's getting his willpower together. Willpower is only, remember, willpower is just the uh, accessibility to activate the action. It's not actually moving into the action. We got to have intelligence to do that. All right. So what? how did he get his intelligence? Remember, AST means throne or seat. He was in a chair like a throne, just like um, the Ramsey's pose or, or, or um, the Lincoln uh, Memorial with, you know, Lincoln sitting up there in Washington. His, and oh, oh, yeah, again, I, I forget, but Chris Washington is his last name, so Koras Washita. You know what I'm saying? And you remember when he got stopped, what did he say? He said, I got my state ID. To me, that's saying, oh, he indigenous. And when I heard that, I was like, he don't need no lights. He said, he said I got my state ID. Everybody was saying he was scared to drive. You know what I'm saying? But dealing with the mother energy or the personification of the of the true self and being sovereign, uh, dictated by government in that manner, he uh, automatically was like, I got a state ID. You know, I don't know who no license is. I got the right, <laughs> got the right to travel. I got something to say who I am, but as far as I ain't even driving. But she was like, he's not driving the car. So that, that goes inside of his dream. He still had control. He was still intelligent, yet he he had somebody 
operating the vehicle at that moment before the accident. So in that accident, it wouldn't be no other conflict. So that Kundalini or that Shekinah energy was able to dissolve and reconcile properly through that um, the activation of of him being in more control. What you know, most people are looking at like that. But all right, so now um, go back, fast forward to the basement scene. I uh, asked, I mean the throne. So when he was on there, he had talked to a couple of cats, whatever. All of a sudden, he looked down. And he was, you know, he had been nervous. He was nervous. He needed smoke. He needed cigarettes. So he plucked up a big bunch of cotton. You know, so cotton representing the ancestors. Next thing you know, he didn't put the cotton in his ears to um, nullify the effects that the oil resonance coming hypnotizing them or whatever from that that ding ding from the um, you know what I'm saying uh, from the um, the teacup. So. What that alludes to is, I said again, but also the kidneys is connected to I said by by way of the seat we call it the seat of life. The kidneys is the seat of life, so that's the throne. But kidneys are dictated as the so-called deity. I said Isis is the so-called deity over the kidneys. You know, what I'm saying esoterically and allegorically speaking, just to give give more power to that. Organs, but basically, in traditional Chinese medicine, though, the kidneys give way to the ears. So when he put the cotton ancestors in his ears, he was now in tuned to the frequencies and vibrations of the ancestor in. All right, in place of hearing what the world was trying to tell him through the the fixation of that, that high frequency. The high active frequency on all or the heart type system where they had that, you know, they manipulated it through um, radio waves or RF, you know what I'm saying, radio frequencies. You know, so when he contested information, he was acting like he was still, you know, in a stupor, you know what I'm saying? But as soon as the dude came in there and tied him up and crashed him over the back of the head with a yellow spirit, yellow spirit, that's Represented the select. So the plexus is willpower, you know what I'm saying? And it's starting to rise up to the heart chakra. You know, it, uh, the solar plexus is adrenals, the adrenal gland. So that adrenaline getting right, you know what I'm saying? He utilizes for a proper reason instead of being in a fear based and degenerative state. So he, that's when his willpower uh, or Haru was able to be um, in conjunction and balanced with. Um, Balance with all in all the entirety of the organ system or the other deities of the so-called nine, you know, since that that get out the box, you know, saying so as far as what we're talking about geometry, it adds up to nine to get out the box, you know, saying so get out getting out of the physical. He got out the physical. The throne is the physical, somewhat. Gab, you know, then we have said as far as the tree of life is concerned, or we have Malkut being the kingdom or the physical reality, then one up from that is um is Yasad or Aset. But that's the kidneys and then that's gonads. If we're down there and we, you know, we scared and fearful, then we're gonna be like children and piss on ourselves through the gonads, you know what I'm saying a lot. So that fear that's being produced and we play it by activating it through the throat chakra instead of 
you know, by by resounding and regurgitating basically the information that's been given to us. Like that's what God sent to us to, to you know, ancestors have something in store for us. I mean, our star ancestor answers, you know, in store for us. We have to be the ones that are responsible enough and mindful enough to go through the processes of opening those doors that are in front of us. You know, and melanin is the key. You know what I'm saying? So protect your melanin like um, Dr. Francis Chris Wilson um, spoke and speaks on. You know, she's still speaking. You get thanks. You know what I mean? Um, all right, so, so so he jumped up out the chair. He got him in the gourd, in the throat with the, with the uh, well, he knocked dude in the back of the head with willpower, with the spirit of, of the solaric energy, with that yellow ball. And then he went on and, and got the, the, the um, alphabet off of the off of the um, top of the off the wall or whatever and kind of that you know, with, you know pop deuce with the with the antlers. Alright, so let's go back to the TV and Baphomet again and how this um relates to hypnotism hypnotism and the TV again. So um Hudson again Hudson is a um Jim Hudson is an anagram for Jehuda Jehuda. Judah. Jehuda means grace. So he, he gave him some grace. He told him some truth, you know what I'm saying? Gave Christ or Chris some truth. So what did he say to him? He, 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 was, he was telling him about um the whole process of coagula. And coagula, speaking on Baphomet and get back to this, um, but coagula is on the arm of Baphomet. Um, So we got coagula, which means coagulate, to harden the blood, basically. And we have salve pointing up, coagula pointing down. Um, but let's, let's stick with coagula for, um, well, yeah, you know, it is what it is. But coagula is a Latin word that means congealed, again. So that's talking about the blood metaphysically. In terms of blood, it's connected to the masculine energy of desire. In the Quran, um, if you recall, Muhammad stated that Allah created man out of a mere clot of congealed blood. You know, this is viewed as the um, polar opposite of spirit. Spirit is salve. You know, the, so the two hands express harmony of the feminine. I said, you know, that's in the masculine Osir energy unifying in what we call the Hieros Gamios, the sacred marriage. Um, that's the material self matter and the non-material self spirit. So the material self is coagula and non-material is the spirit. One thing that the brother um, has stated, the director of the movie, um, he said it's not, it's not really supposed to be a, a separation, it's emerging. Emerging, emerge means marriage. So there is a hallelujah, the sacred marriage of all, all of, of you know, so that's what Baphomet has tattooed on. They said this the um the coagula project, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Behold the coagula, behold this pale horse or, or this uh, object that they was um they was utilizing to take um the I don't know what they you they were taking out. It might have been the hyper hippocampus or it could have been any part of the brain that's hippocampus to dealing with memory though and um Emotion as well as um, movement. So 
So, you know, the campus ain't working right, then we get stuck. And also with dopamine, if dopamine is pertaining to movement, cognition, memory, you know, so if we're losing our dopamine, we're losing movement. That's why rigidity and, and uh, kinesthesia affects Alzheimer's, you know what I'm saying, as well as uh, part, with Parkinson's and, and Alzheimer's, so memory and that dopamine, you know, memory and that hypocampus and that, hip, and that hypothalamus or the hypothalamus, really the brain in general and all this aluminum being by, you know, the chemtrails is monking up a lot of us and it's making us forgetful. So purging, you know, doing them deep breathing exercises, I, I I don't know how many I do through the week. It's crazy, but that's you know you know that's as part of my nature. It's, it's part of my life, you know. So it's not really like it's something that's uh, new under the sun. You know, we do what we do. You know, what I'm saying then when we find it, it's effective and it's right. You know, continual. So that zero or that infinite zero chakra is you know what I mean that portal that vortex that black dot that locus corellis. I um so what he said was what Jim Hudson said was to uh, to Chris you know we, he said uh there's two phases to this experiment or to this coagula um, product product or whatever project he says the hypnotizing phase and Chris is like the sunken place Song Wonk you know what I'm saying to go deep within the recesses you know what I'm saying and what happened every time he would, would go to the sunken place you would see this behind his head where he would be seeing the visual and what's in front of him. That square is representing the visual cortex. The visual cortex is where we actually see it from. We ain't seeing it from the optic nerves or the or the or the pupils. We're not seeing it from the eyes. We're actually in this small space in back of our head right above the cerebellum, the small brain and in conjunction with the medulla omlegata, the mouth of God. So when he was falling back, which is really falling up esoterically, we call him back, but, but it looked like he fell back. But um, if you remember the song about Black Eyed Peas, we'd be falling up, never falling down. So in that movie, they was on the mountains and everything. So that when he coming up is, you know, going into the ponds, you know what I'm saying, where the um, negostral nerve tract or the immediate nerve tract is, the hippocampus. And where dopamine is being stored, 80% of the dopamine is being um, stimulated in that area. That's the hidden path. That's the dark path or the chemtrail. Now, you know, the other thing is that the chemtrail physically is blocking that pathway, that dark path, that black dot from those actual um, natural movements. All right, so, but that visual cortex is what it is falling into. And if we know about the mouth of God or the medulla amagata, it's also represented as the records. Akasha meaning dark records or space records, black records. All right, so he was tapping into it, and then he went, you know, she, that outside expression of itself being the psychologist or, or psychiatrist, the mother, helped him tap into that to his higher self to deactivate that want for cigarettes. You know what I'm saying? All right, so but going back to that scene, he said um, the first one will be hypnotist. He'll be able to hear. And you'll be able to see, but you'll only be a passenger. You won't be driving the vehicle anymore. Somebody else will be doing that for him. You know, somebody else is going to take over his body, being Jim Hudson, because Jim Hudson wanted to see again. You see, everybody else talking about what color he was and melanin and all that stuff. When he could care less about the color, he just wanted to see. So that goes and proves, you know, again, that um, the one that 
his representing Chris outside of himself is not talking about the superficialities of reality. It's talking about something higher to be able to see, to be able to fly that hawk, you know what I'm saying? To be able to fly like a rule and be able to see all angles from a higher degree. So he said, you'll be able to hear and you'll be able to see, but you'll only be able to do. All right, so when we're looking at that hear and see, television, telling lies to our vision, tell, to be able to hear something, vision, to be able to see something. Television was meant for mind control. It's a weapon. Read this out of uh, something called the mind control, the Tavistock. Uh, Tavistock is a group, it's a cadre of individual dual cells that was uh, started back in the late 1800s. This basically was painted to um, the effect of mind control post-war, how they could keep um, war-type mentality after war. So they developed, they got a big bunch of psychiatrists and psychologists together, um, funded by the Rothschilds and um, incorporated by the Duke of England at that time, I'm mistaken. But this is where I, I took these notes right here and put them down. It says the first experimented with uh, the TV was first experimented with by the Nazi Germany in 1936 Berlin Olympics. A public appearance at 1939 New York World's Fair where it attracted large crowds. This is where Theodore Adorno, the head of the psychiatry um, division, dealing with um, studying this these aspects. Theodorno, uh, this is where. Um, him and others immediately recognized his potential as a mass brainwashing tool. In 1944, he wrote, television aims at the of radio and film, but its consequences are not and promise to intensify the impoverishment of artistic matter. Its consequences are not and promise to intensify the impoverishment of artistic matter, so no creative influence by way of the right brain. You know what I'm saying? You know, drastically that by tomorrow, the thinly veiled identity of all industrial cultural products can triumphantly out in the open, sarcastically fulfilling, or for, sarcastically fulfilling the Wagnerian, the W-A-G-N-E-R-I-A-N, Wagnerian dream of Tukun Stawark, that's German, G-E-S-A-T-K-U-N-S-T-W-E-R-K, that means the fusion of all one work. So triumphantly out in the open in the future, they were saying, this is back in the 40s right here, um, that all industrial cultures will be able to come out in the open and fulfill the fusion of all arts and work. That means creative work and perverted work. art, Perverted art and creative art. So we're looking at um, like movies or we look at a commercial, a McDonald's commercial, and there's a woman on the, or a billboard, and the woman on the billboard is showing her breasts like the cleavage of the breast is showing, and it's and the statement is, "Don't you look McDonald's?" And then on the red shirt, and the cleavage showing. Now I seen this billboard on the highway, so it was a few years ago, and I'm like, "Do I hungry because I'm naturally hungry, or am I hungry because this woman's breast is showing and is aspect of nurturing, you know? And I'm, I want some mother's milk, you know what I mean? So, and that's another thing with uh with um dopamine basically yeah yeah prolactin prolactin is a hormone that's formed and it, um, if it's prolactin 
and then, you know, start lactating. Prolactin is basically um, the hormone that forms milk within the mother as she's having a baby. But uh, this one is uh, unified with one of the four dopaminergic pathways. But, okay, so back to this. All right, so all the arts in the one work, and that's the from even the earliest clinical studies of television, some of which were conducted in the late 1940s and early 1950s by Tavistock operatives, viewers over a relatively period of time entered into a trance-like state of semi-awareness characterized by a fixed stare. The, they, um, the longer one watched, the more pronounced the stare in such a condition of twilight like semi-awareness, they were successful messages, both contained in the programs themselves and through transference in the advertising. In essence, they were being brainwashed. And that brainwash is a statement that was coined by Tavistock and psychologists while they were doing the studies on these soldiers back in the 40s. Then they pumped the TV out in the um, baby booming era from 1946 to uh, well, it was 1948 to ni- 1965 as the baby boomers area. Well, children were being born, and their fathers, or you know, had came home from war. They didn't know how to cope because of this uh, PS- PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, and basically that goes back to dopamine as well. Dopamine is a feel-good hormone as well, but if there's no reward and is is something being taken away, then the memory of the stress situation because or means uh, are produced when stress or emotions are being um, enhanced. So we, we produce these, these catecholamines, be it norepinephrine, polynephrine, and dopamine. And so again, it starts tearing little microscopic holes on the procadium or the heart. And it starts bleeding through, then we, have, we get high blood pressure or we get some things occurring later on in life because we get more toxicity built up in the bloodstream and that incurs... Um, um, to things like uh, these upper respiratory infections, because we got if we drinking fluoride or we drink, uh, the water that's faulty out of the faucet, and then we eating the crazy processed foods, you know, with all the salty, faulty, and sugar, and then we eat or we um, participate with a, a faulty reality by whatever it means is going into the eyes, you know, what I'm saying then, and then aluminum being flooded to the way of or all these different particles that's being flooded into our lungs by way of the chemtrails, then, yeah, some things are going to be occurring within the body because the body just know one thing that's adapt again. You know, it's trying to clean, it's trying to purge out this stuff and get back to homeostasis. All right, so trance, trance denotes, um, like what we're saying right here, they go into a short period of time into a translate, trance-like state of semi-awareness. So they halfway there have to you know, when we, I used to do you know, before I found out about this, I used to sit down and watch T V all day. You know, I'd be playing video and watch ESPN and wonder why I went out and said and watched thirty minutes of ESPN and turned it into eight hours. You know what I'm saying? But I went into them trances. I was I was hypnotized by um the television viewing and didn't know this that was the case. That um what they call flicker rates. So all these flicker rates it used to be with um 18 flicker rates per second. But you got 18 flicker rates in a second. 
how can I register all that into my conscious mind? There's no way. But now there's 120, you know, flicker rates. So all these HD TVs, everything everybody wants, these flat screens, is taking the natural flat screen, which will be the pineal gland, like that flat box, you know, saying that was behind him, that's the, um, the visual cortex. But that visual cortex is also connected to the pineal gland where light is being introduced, you know what I'm saying? And that, that's by way of the um, cere- cerebellum and the um, medulla oblongata. But when we got this external thing and we focused on it, what other information is being uploaded or downloaded into our think tank? You know what I'm saying? So, but, um, so we go into this um, trance-like state of semi-awareness. Trance denotes um, a state of awareness that is not the waking state of consciousness. And again, waking that's rouse to rise, you know, that rose, white rose. So that's that, again, that, you know, yeah, in the movie, evil, but good. So, you know what I'm saying, that polarity within self. You know, he was a fool at first, but then he became wise towards the end. But trans states occur involuntary and spontaneous at times. It can be controlled externally. And we call it hypnosis, meditation, magic, and prayer nowadays, you know what I'm saying? So, like I, what I was doing earlier, into a trance. It was a self-induced trance by way of haku. Everything is a trance. You know, it don't matter what we're doing. It is a, it's a state of awareness of consciousness that's not really a waking state. You know, when we fully awoke, we, you know, we know. You know, trance is all a means of uh, dazed type half consciousness, a numb feeling. Um, it comes from the uh, trance, which means fear of, and also Transcend means to cross or to pass over. All right, so go back to um, Christ or, or um, Chris. From being inside of that uh, dark state of mind, going into the high state of um, self-realization and taking in the fact that he had the ability to conquer all of those different aspects of himself. So after after that though, he um he got out the chair, got the mama too, you know, mama tried to get the spoon on him or you know get hypnotize him again, but he beat her to the punch. She had a knife, or whatever, stabbed him in the hand. He turned the knife on her and got her in the gourd somewhere in the head or something like that. But um. Flipped the script on him, and he was able to get to the door until the brother came back up there and grabbed him, tried to come out. And he, you know, kept going back to the door, fighting, you know, and didn't say, Why are you fighting? Don't, you know, just give in, just just don't do don't do nothing. You're trying to make him uh, set a win. But then he finally stomped him out, you know, saying, Just, uh, I don't know. It, just, it looked like he was getting him in, his, in the stomach or and then the head, but he crushed his. He got him. He went outside, and he. he it's the second time a car was introduced to Chris that he was in, but this time he driving. So, the first time he was in the car, he was with Rose, White Rose. You know what I'm saying? Kundalini Energy was driving in red car. You know what I'm saying? This time he in the white car, and who? Who sit on the pale horse, deaf, black, or whatever, Kim. But this is representative of the black 
that representative of Loki, the 12 um, melanated, um, that's just on the um, the ponds. The ponds is also the um, could be said to be um, a horse. It looks like a horse right there, you know, and then it has those 12 different um, black spots on it, but he's in the white car now. He's driving the vehicle, you know what I'm saying? So when he get in that car, initially um, grandma in there, grandma having a fit, you know, like, ah, what are you doing? You mumped up because he hit mono. He automatically having a memory trigger, you know, so he goes right back into that hypnotic state of wanting to go into um, the memory never has already occurred in, in the moment, not knowing, you know, that that grandma or Georgina is the grandma. Geo, you know what I'm saying? Um, but that's the earth energy right there again. But so, or the mother energy. So, you know, that, that mother energy is very strong. But it, uh, he put her in the car and everything. So he, he now, he's the driver. Then he end up hitting the tree. So um, he hitting the tree represents um, the tree of life. Also, Yeltsin, um, and if I'm not mistaken, the horn was blowing. So the horn with uh, Haldemar, I mean, Hemdalar uh, of um, standing on Bifrost, he has a horn that he blows. I forget the name of it, um, uh, but he he blows that horn at Ragnarok to alert all the Asgard or the gods that the Jarnum is coming, the giants is coming. You know what I'm saying? So he blew that horn, and you know, initially, old girl Rose came, you know, like come back to the house or whatever or something. I don't know, trying to rouse his, uh, you know, lower self, wake up that lower self again, the Kundalini energy or the sexual energy that she utilized through the movie or herself, and and uh, in turn, um, the hip basically by um, him not being. By him dissociating himself from his um, true nature, which it ain't got nothing to do with the lower emotion, it has you know, energy or that uh, base root chakra has the ability to um, be prominent, and because it is the placeholder, it keeps things together somewhat because uh, it's the act mode. So if I just sit down and decide not to do nothing with my day, then you know, that Kundalini is going to be sitting there, going to get fat or whatever. It's not going to go through the cycle or the correct circadian in that, the in the, you know, the chakra, that circle, or that chakra. The chakra, again, is C-A-R-C-A, Kaka. So Kaka means circle. But, you know, we know that the chakra is actually in the shape of a triangle, though. The chakra is actually vortexes. So they have a poly type of effect looking like a circle at the head, but as it spirals in, it develops into a triangle. All right, but um, so he now the driver. She even got, he even got out the car now, though, and she, she got the gun. But, uh, oh, boy, grand, granddaddy wake up, flash the light, right? So that light, Coming, going, go back into why darkness matters right here real fast. Why darkness matters. Mm. 
Oh, that's the uh, here it is. Um, yeah. All right. When exposed to electric current, melanin demonstrates the threshold switch properties of an amorphous semiconductor. The properties of all melanin preparations were the same. Threshold switching refers to the black melanin to switch from an off state of low conduction to an on state of high electrical conduction, semiconductor. Okay, so the black rose granite, the black rose granite, which contains flecks of red, this is out of the um, darkness, Why Darkness Matters by um, Edward Bruce Bonham, Anson T. Richard King, and Dr. T. Owens. So the black rose granite, which contains flecks of red, has been placed in the threshold to symbolize the essential function of melanin as a hydro. Um, threshold that under certain inch, um, has been placed, talk about has been placed in the temple or the pyramid um, inside of the tomb of um, the Pharaoh. It has been placed in the threshold to symbolize the essential function of melanin that under certain energetic conditions switches to high levels of energy and information conduction and while doing so simultaneously radiates light into other dimensions or electroluminescence. All right, so the threshold semiconductor role of melanin was evident in the appearance of melanin in living organisms at locations where energy conversion or charge transfer occurs. That's the skin, the retina of the eye, and the structures of the limbic brain and the ear. From a neurophysiological perspective, one can appreciate the physiological function of neuromelanin. Wherever it is found in its multiple anatomical sites, it serves in the role of energy, that is to say, actual energy conversion. That's the retinal pigmented epithelial, and that's the threshold role that, that the eye has. It goes to that spot, and it has a transfer in the conversion of rods or cone-vision pigments that entrap external world photons to an electrical charge into the optic nerve. All right, so it is this environmental photon, um, retinal pigmented epithelial, melanin protein, uh, superchiasmatic nucleus, um, locus corellis, a mental trance, Circadian rhythm that is believed to be so clearly illustrated by the fact that melanin is a threshold door that allows a microcosmic individual human being to be in rhythm with the microcosmic world light dark cycles of environmental lightning. Many ways, okay, right here, go to uh, the second part of that. Do-do. It suggested that when the neuromelanin or the uh, negro or the nigro striatial uh, area is only mildly activated, the internal perception of a subtle and relaxing luminous circuit or orbit along the spinal line that parallels the movement of neuromodulation along this column. So it is suggested that when the neuromelanin or negro striatal area is only mildly activated, the internal perception is of subtle and relaxing luminous circuit or orbit along the spinal line that parallels the movement of neuromodulation along this column. When the nigro, when the nigrostriatal column, um, however, is awakened by diverse means and disciplines, there is a distinct and intense section of bioluminosity emerging from this dark matter of the spine up into the brain core and beyond. It is subjectively experienced in the early stages along the spine as undulating and then force. When this, when this vibratory spiral reaches the pineal gland, it stimulates it in the upper fashion. The pineal is attached to the areas located in the porch ventricle and floats in the vibrating pool of cerebral spinal fluid. 
because neuromelanin has the capacity to transmit you from one state to another. In other words, the photon phonon transfer process, um, where mechanical vibrations are converted into electrical energy, it may supply the energy of this internal perceived current that appears to move along of a staff or a lower portion of a cross. Again, radiari means light staff of God. All right, so it appears to move along in the form of a staff or a lower portion of a cross. And um, it states, it states right here, the ventricle and floats in this vibrating pool of cerebral spinal fluid. So when um, that blink of light goes into the eye, symbolic of that energy transference within, um, in returning on that that conductor from conducting mode to semiconductor to superconductor, you know what I'm saying? That's melanin, you know, so melanin has the ability to absorb all energy and transform it or absorb any type of external thing and take it in and transduce it to um, energy. So that current is flowing through there and appears to move along in the form of a staff or lower portion of a cross. Going up the the spine, the rod, you know, the pillar of body. The rod is also symbolic of the phallus as well. Yet when he conquered his lower self, do the rod, because the rod came and, um, you know, you see the sign, the door open, TSA. I think he had a white card too. You know what I'm saying? But um, he came through, and, and right then, right when he was about to go back into it, he woke up again. He was roused out of it by um, the sublimated energy of the lower self, you know what I'm saying? And um, being more active in his participation and observation of what's going on externally and being able to take it in properly instead of just back out how, how it would, you know, the conscious part of itself, Rod or the staff, the life staff of God came through and put it back to the top, to the pineal gland and allows those, um, allow those hormones or those circulate properly through the body for longevity, for health, you know, for wisdom and inevitably what they call enlightenment, whatever, enlightenment again, Enlightenment, mind, mint means mind, in means within, and so light in the mind, you know what I'm saying? So that goes within the mind. That's that song, Amen Ra. All right, so song, is the hidden light of the life water. So that's that step down cosmic, solaric, photonic energy, etheric energy that's forming and um, abridging the physical and from the spiritual, the intelligence. Uh, so at, at towards the, you know, after that they rode off into the sunset, so to speak, or whatever. So um, another thing, though, with um, like what I was just reading, uh, it says right here. Oh. No, oh, I just had it. Oh, well, the black mold. Yeah, I mean, it's talking about that mold. The word, you said, that was uh, speaking on um, the nanodiamonds or panspermia. 
you know, panspermia is uh, when um, basically when um, comets and meteors splash down on the planets holding that carbonaceous um, element of um, nanodiamonds. And when it those spread out into that it crashes onto over time and cools off, it develop, it, it forms into life. And that life that comes off of that is is uh, initially from the nanodiamonds. But that's a, a like if you're looking at it, not just don't say the word mold like they're talking about uh, life. I'm talking about bacteria, so friendly bacteria, like you know this or whatever, you know stuff like that. So life is not well. Mold is not necessarily in the perspective of what he was saying. He said black mold is that, but that was in the basement. Talking about foundation or talking about creation from the ground up, ground zero, zero point, zero point uh, energy. You know what I'm saying? And let me get that. What I was about to say before the time goes, but um. I know I'm going. Everything, everything. So with that, with that whole, whole move out, it's saying get out the box somewhere to me. You know, get out, get out the, the box of uh, the physical reality being contained within that the frame of what the external habitat is trying to portray to us in in the um the concrete mountain. We need to reframe. And rephrase the statements that are being dictated towards us by society. You know, everything is everything. The answers are already know answers. If we go into some man, you know, for um, some type of consolidation and resolution, the man is just in more conflict than we are. Now, I, like I, you know, the good brothers and sisters out here, I done went through. They were good guys, but I had to tap into my own personal directly they're going out on the path indirectly so that hidden path that black dot that dark path every individual self is connected to the same thing don't matter what race color creed you know what i'm saying it's, all that is something for us to fight against in the competition and in conclusion you know be sent by the end of the day because now i'm still thinking about some type of situation. you know how many trees you know fighting over who in the forest with me? You know what I'm saying? I'm a sycamore. Or I'm an oak. I'm your tree. <laughs> you know I mean? it's, just, it's weird that we, as conscious, so called higher conscious, or more, being able to use our cognitive skills in a more apparent way than other type of um, living organisms on the planet, we should be in some type of agreement. We should be able to come to agreements about certain things and, and live properly together. Let's go back. Like for instance, the stories, um, these metaphors and everything. Now we have uh, um, the hippocampus. Hippocampus was again the horse. There's a sea monster horse that was, was rode by, um, but um, hippocampus is is Greek, you know, whatever. But if you recall Pegasus in the Greek mythology. It's the horse that was formed from when um, Perseus and the blood dropped into a river called Pegasus, whatever. And so they named it, named the horse Pegasus, all right? Pegasus, and Perseus is a um, 
anagram for and Osar. Fur means temple and Osar means the Lord of Darkness. So temple of the Lord of Darkness. Christians. You know what I'm saying? So the mind as well. You know, like the Sistine Chapel, you got the God and but that whole brain thing within the Sistine Chapel, you know, is is really allegorical when Michelangelo um did that, um, it's symbolic of the brain, basically. The medulla omnigata, the synaptic nerve, um, cleft right there with the finger touching the other finger of man, so-called uh, creating, God creating Adam. All right, um, you got this, you got Pegasus. You know and they say in the mythos, uh, Pegasus stomps his foot, his hoof, and he um, causes the river Hippocrene to flow. Hippocrene means um, horses fountain or horse river. Right, so hippo, you know, horse and cream, river or fountain. So we got hippo cream on the mountain of Helicon. Helicon means helix, and what do we know as a helix? The DNA for one, you know, the helix coming from series, you know, saying uh, B down A and series B, you know, as they float and then that energy being piped down through. Um, through our sun and then giving us the expression of light and life here somewhat, you know, and through that energy. But basically, um, also, Eden Fungalo, the sacral nerve going up the spine, they form a helix or a spiral, and then they, when they uh, unify back at the pineal gland, um, it's like a mountain right there. And that river effect, the helicon going up the mountain of the mind and then bridging back. And we have the hippocampus back here, or Pegasus, being that horse and the seahorse. But the hippocampus and this horse is basically the ponds as well, but stomping down and forming a, a river that will be the ventricles. You know what I'm saying? Those four ventricles were this flowing energy of melanin, the neuromelanin, basically is flowing down in, into the spine. You know what I'm saying? Cerebral spinal fluid and going back up, you know, and not having that um, infinite cycle. You know, but that uh, that was something I was speaking on that came down, that piped down a few, more like Valentine's or something, you know, but uh, then, you know, just adding on, I was listening to, or watching the movie, and I was like, hold up, that's all. Behold a pale horse right there, you know, as the dude said. He's like, behold, coagula meaning blood. So, you know, what's it, what's within the blood? Plasma, but that's now energy, that's intelligence. The breath, you know, is forming the blood by way of metabolism, by way of the fluids within the body and everything, you know. So, so that blood, also we have the iron, though, you know what I'm saying? So the iron aspect of Mars and the protection, you know, so we're in, we in March, March known, you know what I'm saying? Don't look too far back, you know, and get caught up racing in that. And don't look too far forward and be fearful of what's going on then. Stay in the moment, you know. Whatever we have from the past, you know, look back to see how far we come, study that. But always open up new doors of revelation, of apocalypse, you know what I'm saying? It, it ain't good to sit in the same room for too long and become sedentary like the sedentary society. Sometimes we got to get up and get out, you know what I'm saying? So get out the box, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, 
bonding ourselves to be ourselves when we get out the box. You know, I don't know what the movie was the plot because when dude woke up, Andrew woke up by that light. When that you know, when that light hit that synaptic nerve, when that synaptic nerve sent that neuron over the dendrite and uh, you know what I'm saying went over and sparked a new memory, he remembered, you know what I'm saying, who he was and he was telling the brother, Get out, get out, get out You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you know, and after I did all this, you know, research and stuff, I was like, man, I need to get out. <laughs> I need to get out more. I'm messing around. It's you know, it's for y'all. It's you know, it's for me first itself, then the source. You know, what I'm saying we all catch it. I don't know if everybody can add it from the same take, but I know like the brother KT, the arts degree. You know, he uh, he break down the movie, so he might he might get it completely different from what I've you know spoke on tonight, you know what I mean? Of course, you know, Behold a Pale Horse, you know what I'm saying? That alone, you know, probably, you know, being conscious about certain things, that just, dude, yeah, that's a white car. That was like a Porsche. It was a, a Porsche. It got a horse on that joint. You know what I'm saying? I think. And the word Porsche is actually where we get the word pork from, too, because like I said, Porsche means pig. But that's where we get the word in English, pork. But uh, yeah, it's all like yeah, white horse, pale horse. Behold the pale. Hold up. Yeah, and so I was like, yeah, watch this, and then I started did the research on it, and then it made more sense as a following, or not following, as I kept uh opening those doors. Because we need to follow and follow the lead, basically. But again. We are creating it because we are that black dot. We that hidden path. You know what I'm saying? So leave a trail, you know what I mean, for you to be able to find yourself, you know, in, inside of this thing properly. You know what I'm saying? You got to, it's, you know, to get in, to enable the process of getting out means you got to go in first. You know what I'm saying? So you got to get down deep down, deep down in there, wherever we are, finding ourselves, and that's that inner peace, that's that hotel, you know what I'm saying, that's that mind and heart. Yeah. All right, I think we're about to cut it in a minute, so, because uh, it was 7.30 when I, I plugged in, I probably was a little late, but uh, I'm going to get thanks, peace, prosperity, protection, good health. Um, until we meet again, and I, you know, have fun with it. You know, don't don't get caught up on the whole lava and all that other stuff. Have fun with make it your own, own this shit. You know, what I'm saying Re, rewrite this thing, rebrand it. You know what I mean? Don't don't go off of uh, off of the hearsay. And I know it's not going on. Yeah, knowledge. You know, that's the mythos. Going through the ritual aspect of it. Do I have to participate? Do we have to participate with this inorganic information? So, therefore, we have to retransform the information of the metaphysical properties. Then we have our own mystical experience. It's a process, and it's achievable by anyone. You know, saying? this stuff that's going on out here, I mean, it's happening, and we ignore it. That's the truth. But we don't express it. We are utilizing our energy to uplift it in that manner. I'm not going to sit here 
and, and speak on something that I have love for. You know what I mean? I haven't experienced myself firsthand. So I talk about things that I have gone through personally, like induced trance and, and waking up out of the sleep state of schizophrenia and being on, you know, different drugs and smoking weed and, and drinking and smoking cigarettes all day. I got out of that by going into trance. So it's a flip on the mo- the movies that we, our brothers and sisters are going, I mean, this dude is in the realm of movie making because he put that information out that was based on the external reality and then flipped it into a metaphor. 